0: It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. It's Mark and I'm just kicking it here old school tonight just with Ryan, Ryan, mate. We're uh, we're absolutely on fire at the moment. We're absolutely we're trampling up the rankings. Uh, how the hell are you, mate? Sitting in second overall in the Battle of the Podcasts. Hi, Mark. It's actually I'm um, Lucy here tonight. I've given Ryan a bit of time off. Oh, okay. Uh, um, is that we were... because you've uh, you've supplanted him in the rankings? Is it? Yeah. So we were looking last night. Turns
1: out I'm about like. Seventeenth ranked
0: overall, so I thought you know instead of doing am- usual amateurs tonight, we'd go pro. Yeah, no, well, uh, well you know if you've got to get the good one of the household in, then absolutely it should be Lucy instead of Ryan. Oh, so. absolutely, a hundred percent. Like
1: he doesn't yeah. know what he's talking about half the time. He gets <laughs> yeah, all his well, info
0: from me. Exactly right. Well, I see you even beat you even beat me by two points last week. So yeah,
1: well, are we shocked? No.
0: <laughs> no, well, I mean, I'm not surprised, but you know, hence why we call ourselves the amateurs because we actually have no idea what we're on about. Yeah,
1: a hundred percent, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestle the mic back. <laughs> anyway, that's off. Amateur time. <laughs> yeah, she stole the mic off me. Sorry about that, mate. Yeah. Uh, no, she
0: overpowered <laughs> you, mate. I can see how it
1: happened. Yeah, no, it happens to the best of us. But no, mate, I'm, I'm going well. We're uh, we're doing well here in the uh, in the uh, Ryan Lucy household. We're uh, yep. yeah, rocking it up the ranks, just like you, mate. Just like you yeah, and mate, uh, Tim. We
0: yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> I think your average score this week was about a thousand and fifty between the two of you, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, about that, it was yeah pretty ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I I landed on a nice, comfy thousand and sixty nine. Oh, so the nicest
1: of the thousands.
0: Yeah, the nicest rank, the nicest weekly score you could possibly get, unless it was eleven hundred and sixty nine, but not at this time of the year. Um, <clears throat> but mate, I wanted to actually, without notice, uh, mm. go back and have a look at some stuff that we did in the preseason. Um, specifically the first weekly article that I did reviewing the trades that we made last year. And the reason why is because I think, or more so that I made, and more so because uh, obviously there's a couple of topical guys this week and we need to learn from the lessons of the past and and look forward a little bit. So uh, I guess the point... There's a couple here. So uh, I went through and did a, a summary from from where I went right and wrong last year, uh, and it seems like, you know, we talked about the, the sort of the five key points, uh, not investing too heavily in the wing fullback and centre positions. Uh, make sure you select an elite captaincy option. Uh, select good scorers in the mids, halves and hookers where, they, you know, they're consistent. Um, looking for positional advantages where possible, uh, and following the, cl- the crowd specifically when it relates to high upside options. Um, mm. So that was the five things that I sort of took away from where I went wrong last year. And, mate, you could not pick a better five strategies for this year so far.
1: Yeah, not wrong. It's uh, it seems to be the the perfect strat. Like anybody like myself who's opted to go without the gun hooker, sort of paying for it. But that said, like people who have invested in guys like Teddy, um, even Manu, to some um, guys like that, like the the more high end options have sort of been a little bit you know unrewarded. Whereas a high uh, you know a high upside guy like Lockie Miller is now looking like a potential keeper Mm -hmm. if he can hang on to the goal kicking. So yeah, yeah. Well, I
0: mean the. The Lockie Millers, Hammersos of the world, Bryce Mm. Cartwright, uh, even, you know, your Jackson Ford types, Jack, uh, Jack, um, what's his name? Yeah, Jacob Preston. I couldn't remember his first name. I was just looking at Jake Preston. Uh, And Warbrick, you know, all guys, highly owned, high upside, and and all paid off for managers this week. Um, And, I mean, there's another couple of guys that we're going to need to talk about specifically this week. I think the number one, I don't know if the number one, Hot topic is Zach Hosking or Nico Hines this week, but I suppose we'll find out when we delve into the 93,000 questions later. <laughs> um, but ripping, ripping through the team lists before we uh, before we get there. So the first game is going to be the bye. Roos, or the Roosters off the bye up against the Eels. Uh, as you mentioned, Joseph Manu, uh, he's missed a couple of games to start this year through injury and suspension. Uh, so he's suspended this week, which sees Hutchinson in the centres. Other than that, it's pretty normal. Look inside. Uh, James Tedesco is uh, a great value, but not necessary to jump on this week. Um, Mm. I looked at him. I'm just. I'm like a. I'm. But what am I like? Ten grand short of going Isaac Thompson to James Tedesco this week if I grab Hosking. So um, I'm kind of hoping that we can see one more drop from Teddy against the Eels this week. Uh, is he somebody that you'll be looking to grab in you know in this sort of price bracket now prior to Origin? Or
1: yeah, well, he's definitely one I'll take a look at. Uh, I think from here on out, I don't think the Roosters uh, have a buy round that isn't on a um, you know an Origin week anyway. So he's only going to mm. miss the major Origin rounds. Um, I'm just sort of I think waiting for some of these wing fullbacks to start to peak, like you know your bricks and whatnot to. Um, to upgrade him to a guy like Tedesco. Because I think, like, a guy like Tedesco so far, like, we've seen him put up a couple of mid-40s, like, round two, round three, or 43, 46, Mm -hmm. and then people sort of started to jump off him. But, like, that's sort of what you're paying for with Tedesco is, like, when he doesn't score a try. Yeah, exactly. When he doesn't score a try, you're getting those mid-40 scores versus... You know, like we saw, say, Rhys Walsh before in that Dragons game. Like, he was on his way to a sub-20 score before he boomed with tries. Like, even Turbo last week at 37 um, when he doesn't score a try. So, it's that's what you want from your elite guys. And eventually, yes. Teddy is going to get a few tries and he is going to go boom.
0: Yeah. I mean, with a 61 break even, there's certainly no rush this week. Uh, but after this week, he's got the Storm and the Sharks. So, you know, no rush there. But then, you know, Dragons in week eight, that might be what
1: where we're targeting. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then he's got the yeah. Dragons again in round 12.
0: Yeah, wow. Dragons, Warriors, Cowboys, Panthers, Dragons. I'll, yeah, I think we'll, I'll be actively looking for him in round eight there. Uh, so, yeah, no, that'd be a nice one. Outside of that, I'm not really particularly interested in any other Reese's players at the moment. Yeah. Uh, for the
1: Eels. Sorry, have you just, got someone? I was just going to say, I think we like we need to keep an eye on Brandon Smith. Like He's getting to the point where he's going to be so cheap once he's healthy. Like He's probably going to yeah. be a pickup at some point.
0: Yeah, and availability through that origin period, as you say, you know, like he's – I think they're on the buy in 13. Um, so, you know, everything after that, particularly those minor buy rounds, there's no injury. Or origin restings for him being a uh, a key eligible player, so definitely one to keep an eye on. Uh, we'll probably look to start doing some origin content in the next week or two just to get some – we've started fleshing out some teams. It's really hard to pick state of origin teams this year, but we will get something out around that to help with the buy planning pretty soon. Uh, for the Eels, uh, you know, it's pretty much as per program, Paulo out, suspended, Weary McGregs named it prop. Uh, Dory's still on the bench. Have to imagine that's going to be similar to last week where Dory comes on and pushes maddo to the middle at some point. Uh, but it's good news for Cardi, Madison and Hopgood. Uh, obviously, everybody that decided to take my adv- advice last week and pick up Ryan Madison instead of Tohu Harris, you are welcome. And you can <laughs> buy us a beer anytime you like. NRL Fantasy Amateurs. Uh, what is it? Buy me a coffee backslash Fantasy Amateurs or something like that. So um, I can't grab Madison this week and Hosking. I have to pick. Uh, so that's going to be one we'll sort of need to wrap about a little bit, Ryan, when we get to the Hosking part more than the Madison part, I think, because we know he's a gun. Yep, Absolutely. Um, good thing we didn't bother trying to sell Hopgood. Cardi party still in full swing. I saw somebody ask if the lights have been turned off on the Cardi party in the questions. He's got, still got a negative one break even. And he's averaging 53. Um, so, yeah, the yeah. answer is no. Um, mm, and still no while, sign of mate.
1: Sean Lane either. Still no yeah. sign of Lane. Yeah.
0: yeah, love it. Yeah, I think he's going to be like round eight, hey. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, so I expect here Murchie Makato will play through the middle, hands or Sub Hodgson for 30, 40 minutes. He's another one. Uh, we're a bit dubious as to you know his status in, as far as a top thirty squad member goes. We think he's not in the top thirty, but they have spots available. But as far as the cheapies go, it's pretty shorthanded this week.
1: Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people are looking at him. Plus, like that, um, you know, that coveted hooker half jewel as well. Um, yep. He did look pretty good. Like to me, though, like let's assume he does have a safe spot. He does get upgraded into the top thirty. Um, he sort of reminds me a little bit of Billy Walters last year, where like he could be like only playing that thirty to forty, to maybe fifty minutes if things go right off the bench. Mm. Uh, like he can, be, he's probably going to be a little bit of a yo-yo in terms of scoring, isn't he? Like obviously, you had the trial. Like if you take out the twelve points there, it's a thirty and thirty-four, which is really good priced in what the about 17, 18 at the moment. So I wouldn't mm. need to average high twenty. So it's certainly doable, um, but I'd like to see a little bit more minutes than that though. I think. Yeah, and you, it's not somebody you want to be
0: relying in year 17 on a week-to-week basis. I mean, if you just need a one-week stopgap this week, I mean, he's an option. Uh, but he may also finish the season, you know, he might be a Trent Peoples who just ends up as a red dot in a week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, That's probably it for the Eels. Our second game here of the week will be the Raiders up against the Panthers. Naughty boy Jack Whiten is suspended for a couple of weeks. He's Matt Frawley at the six. Uh, harley smith shields is just chugging along in your emergencies he's not somebody you want to play unless you have to uh Tarpanae finally got over 50 minutes and still scored really well seen a couple of people asking about trading tarpanay out who's averaging 57 um that the answer to that question is no doesn't matter who you're buying uh anything more from the raiders here for you ryan
1: Well, I just want to add on to the Tarpany thing is that he's doing it all in base so far this year. Like his base is up about 10 points over last year, but his attacking stats are really down. Um, We know who Tarpany is. Like he is normally an offloading, tackle-busting player. Like it just leads me to think that we're really due for some positive regression in terms of the attacking stats, which would mean there's a boom game right around the corner, especially if he's back into the, you know, 56 minutes a game type player.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, no, I like him. He's a great one. He's going to be one that I'll probably hold for the entire year, I'd suggest, unless he gets injured. So, yeah. Um, that's probably it for the Raiders. Uh, for the Panthers, obviously, the one of the men of the week here, Zach Hosking. So Luke Garner has been quote-unquote rested um, with niggling injuries. Uh, but to be honest, I think that's a pile of BS. Uh, I think that he's intentionally been left out. Uh, because he's not meeting the Panthers' standards, and that was something that we flagged in the preseason, which is a guy that couldn't even earn a permanent starting job at the Tigers, going across to the Panthers. Uh, Hosking, absolutely immense uh, last week, and you know he showed previously that he was able to to score really, really well. But mate, before I launch into my spiel on him, what do
1: you got? <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure what to make of this. Like, It would make sense to some extent that's like the reason Garner only played 29 minutes last week is because he's carrying an injury. It could also be what you think as well, that it's just he's not up to par. Um, obviously, we've got Liam Martin now with a hammy twinge. Um, he could be back in the next week or two. So there's, yeah, I don't know, there's just a little bit of cloud around this, like, his break even's low enough and his PPM is good enough that he could certainly make 100K in two weeks. Um, mm. But at the same time, he could be a trap. And I I lean towards um, him being a buy just because I think the with the way his break-even is, playing next to one of the best players in the game, I think the upside is there and it's worth it. Like similar to what um, I talked about with Jackson Ford in the preseason in terms of like there was a lot of mystery there over whether he was going to hold that spot, whether – you know, he was going to be worthy of buying, but like I was just of the position that the upside was there, and anyone who listened in the preseason would have heard me bang on about, you know, taking that risk and trying for the upside. And I think Hosking is one of those players. So I, I don't think I'm going to get him in just because I've got no feasible way of getting him in without trading a keeper. But um, I think he's a solid option. Now you wax lyrical.
0: Okay, so uh, one of our critical items that we spoke about. Uh, multiple times in the off-season was taking a chance on high upside players, uh, particularly where the guy that they're replacing is not somebody that demands to come back in. Mm. Luke Garner has done sweet FA to solidify himself as a first-grade player on literally any team in the NRL, let alone the two-time reigning premiers. Uh, he already got subbed off earlier in the year for not meeting their standards. Hosking came in, looks like an absolute weapon. Uh, and the Panthers uh, were great. Uh, I mean the eels were better, but uh, yeah. they you know they did really, really well. And um, yeah, I think that Hosking is everything that they need in a player. Because, you know, you, it's easy enough for them to, particularly like you're talking about Liam Martin, like Liam Martin can play that attacking role and also Hosking showed that he can do it as well. Uh, but, you know, I had somebody flag in the comments, I can't believe, I think it was James, a uh, good friend of the show, James, yeah, sure. about uh, his reserve grade scoring. So the uh, the basically the gist of it is if you have a look at his... Uh, reserve grade average when he plays at least 60 minutes. And I'm going to be fair and say that not Panthers' edges don't normally play 80 minutes all the time. So I'm going to be fair with that. I'm going to take it down to 60. Uh, So he's got a 22-game sample there and an average of 74.3 minutes for 48.4 points uh, with 43.8 in base. So if you have a look at that compared to his first-grade stats where he's got four starts... Uh, He averages 80.75 minutes for 69.3 points uh, with a low score of 55. Uh, But his base in that was actually 54.8 across those four games with a a low of 47. So that's actually higher than, well, it's actually, yeah, it's higher than his average in, in reserve grade. And it got me thinking about why that is the case. So I went back and had a look at, uh, the winner manly team last year, uh, who came in ninth in the Queensland Cup, and only on five occasions through the entire season did they keep a team under twenty uh, in in I think it was twenty two games or something like that. Um, but the average score in their games was like forty something fifty points. And there's the five games that they kept the team under 20, like three of those games, they beat them like 40 to six. So it got me thinking about that. And then I went back and I had a look at the Panthers. And do you know what the most amount of points that the Panthers have surrendered this year is in one game?
1: Oh, I think it's fairly low, isn't it? A lot of their games are fairly tight and low scoring. I'd say maybe probably to the Broncos, maybe like 14 or something, 18. Yeah, no, it was 17 against the Eels. Okay.
0: Uh 10 against the Rabbitohs and 13 to the Broncos. So 40 points in three weeks. Hmm. So that's an average of what is that, 13 points, something points a game, they're surrendering. Yeah. So, you know, and they're not scoring a lot either up either because their attacks not as like supercharged with Appy and Kick out not there. So what's gonna happen is because of the Panthers defensive standards, they're gonna get they're gonna be consistently in these games, low scoring games, lots of tackles, lots of run meters. Which is where Hosking thrives. He's not going to be standing behind the goalpost for 15 minutes a week. He's going to be tackling and running and tackling and running and running lines of Nathan Cleary, or Jerome Lui, and it doesn't matter who. Um, I think it is a massive mistake to not get Hosking in, personally. So I think he's got the upside to be, you know, a- anything. He could be the he could be a top three edge this year. Uh, if he keeps the spot,
1: interesting. I, I guess like my main concern isn't necessarily Luke Garner. It's more, is he going to be playing eighty minutes on the regular? Like that's the all yeah. the bigger concern.
0: But you know, let's let's say, let's say he plays one to two weeks of eighty minutes while Liam Martin's recovering. He's got a negative six break even this week. He's coming off a ninety four, so that ninety four is going to be in his score for a while. This Tarpany, you know, this uh, Raiders team. Just lost the half that defends on that side. So it's now going to be Hudson Young, Matt Frawley, and Tomoko, uh, who Tyson Frizzell just hung a 69 burger on. Um, And, you know, he doesn't play for the Panthers. So, Mm. yeah, I think he could put up another 70-plus and just absolutely rock it up this week and and be anything. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm jumping on. As soon as I saw he was named... First thing I did, I just went straight in, traded him in. I'm gonna skip Madison for this week, and uh, yeah, I've got big, high hopes for the Hosking to be uh 700 plus average, Ooh. maybe, maybe even, you know, uh, like I'm not gonna miss out like I did with Taylor May last year, where yep. everyone went, oh, Charlie Staines is gonna get the job back, oh, and or Nico Hines a year before, you know, I'm just, I'm not gonna do it again. I'm gonna chase the upside, and if you know, he only plays sixty five minutes and gets forty five in for the next couple of weeks, and and slow burns his way up that hundred and something grand, which he's going to do off that break even with the ninety four in his in his scores, and you know, so be it. But I just don't think that's going to happen. So yep. yeah, I'm really excited about Hosking. I'm gonna get him straight in. Um, yeah, chasing the upside early. Gonna keep pressing my advantage. Um, I've still got 300k in the bank after I trade Ben Mosilla Metop- Metam- to asking. So,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: that's a trade. That is a trade. Saves me having to play Katoa, Warbrick, Thompson, or Shields, who are all sitting in my emergencies. Um, so, Ooh. I think the worst player I have on my 17 is Sloan now.
1: You're giving me FOMO now.
0: Yeah, it's, mate, he's awesome. It's, it's literally like, yeah, you should do it. He's 100%. He's way more of a priority than Nico Hines.
1: Mm. It's
0: not even close. So, yeah, that's me. Think on that. We'll come back to it in the questions, eh? Yep. All right. Now, I've lost my team list because I got all excited and clicked away from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh... What are we up to? Oh, Pandas, I mean, oh, yeah, they're done. oh Sonny Luke's out with, uh, obviously, the lingering effects of concussion. He got knocked the hell out, so... Uh he'll be uh was that was it a concussion? It was,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, so yeah. No, he's gone. That's it. That's it for that game, no more. Um moving under the rabbithoes and the storm. Uh Isaac Thompson, not very exciting. Uh, Warbrick, extremely exciting. Neither of them should be in your seventeen if you can help it this week. Uh if you have to play one of those two, who are you putting in your seventeen?
1: Um Uh, Between what uh, Isaac Thompson and Warbrick? Yeah, Uh, I think I think Warbrick. I I think Warbrick. See, this is the problem with Isaac Thompson, like versus say like Smith Shields and Warbrick. Um, We've seen Smith Shields and Warbrick consistently put up like 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 mid to high twenties without a try. Mm. We've seen two weeks of Thompson putting up what low teens without a try, Um, and and then then the week. Yeah, and then the week where he actually scored a try, he was on about 12 as well and then got a bailout try at the end. So, mm. yeah, I, I don't have high hopes in Thompson, unfortunately, and it's a little bit uh, counter to what I um, expected given his uh, you know, previous stats. Mm. If you
0: could pull the trigger on Isaac Thompson to Tommy Turbo this week, would you do it? <sighs> to get slow out of your 17?
1: Up against Newcastle, it's tempting.
0: I can just afford that, but it'll wipe my bank out.
1: No, I don't think I would, to be honest. It doesn't leave
0: me anything. My problem is if, like, if Lane comes back next week and Cardi's sitting at, like, 530k, then I'm I'm in an awkward spot, whereas now I can turn him into, like, pretty much anybody.
1: No, so. i just hang on to Sloan.
0: Yeah, all right. I'll do that. Thank you. I'll save a trade this week, I think. Lovely. Uh, outside of that, Harme is 299 with a 40-something break even coming off that uh, HIA. He's going to be a pickup soon. Interesting. Nice okay. little buy cover, you know, cash out type dude.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: anything else for the Rabbitohs here? Don't sell Cameron Murray. Uh,
1: Cheekam, is he? Uh, is he a sell or? I don't mm,
0: Maybe. I kind of think he might end up like coming on after twenty minutes and playing the sixty and and yeah. Um, Cole
1: Matangi's uh, been playing minutes. a lot of middle, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, massive amount in the middle. Mm. Uh, I mean, he's still got an eight break even, so there's no rush. Uh, I wish I'd have got him week one. I was thinking about getting him or Ben Masilla. I chose wrong. Yes, so. we did. <laughs> yeah, sad times. I look. I was sitting in a spa looking at him too and going, "Oh man, I'd love to get Cheek in because he's beaten. He's he's bested me before. I want to get him in, and I didn't. So that'll be my my crust to bear. So. Um yeah, no, don't sell Cameron Murray. Colin is fine, but he's probably too expensive now. Um for the storm. Uh Hughes is out, obviously. Uh Ellie Katoa is good at football. Uh Trent is doing fine as well. Uh they both did good things for you. Keep chugging along there. Any any anything new here for the storm or it's kind of steady as she goes. Oh,
1: just Josh King's apparently a PPM weapon now.
0: Yeah, go. <laughs> Uh, Oh, Manly up against the Knights, first game on the Saturday, Tommy Turbo, low score with the tough matchup last week. Uh, Should be interesting for him this week. But the important thing to keep in mind is he's more than likely going to play Origin, and then Manly also have a buy in 14. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be without him for two weeks in a row, only get him back for 15 and then lose him again for 16.
1: Mm. So, you
0: know, that is not ideal as far as buy planning goes. Yes. Uh, Particularly with, uh, I mean, we're not going to get Jaden Campbell, it looks like. Xavier Savage isn't far away. Uh, And some of these wing fullback cheapies are doing a job for us anyway. So, Um, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Carl Lawton, unfortunately not named. He's down in the – I thought he would have kept that job over weeks or Burbo, but, oh, well. Um, Croker's back. Manly's fairly unexciting.
1: Yeah, not much uh, fantasy doing here other than, say, DC, Tommy Turbo. Schuster yep. is what we thought he was. Um, yeah, just low yeah. base. Is it just me or
0: up. is Jake Trebojevic doing, like, a little bit too good as well? Oh, mate, it's the year of the plotters. 50.3 is averaging at the moment. Uh, yeah. He'll play State of Origin as well, same thing as Tommy Turbo. Um Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think so. It is the year of the plotter. You're right. Uh you know who's not a plotter? Lachlan Miller.
1: Hey.
0: Yeah, he seems like he's taken over the goal kicking, which is awesome. I can't believe there's seventy something percent of teams that didn't get him and still don't have him. Um just seems bizarre to me. He's awesome. He's a lay down and, and looks to be going great guns. Uh Dom Young's still out. Dan Jaden Bailey, time to jump on him if you need a hooker this week. Uh Tyson Frizzel's awesome.
1: Yes, finally.
0: <laughs> what, I'm going to come in.
1: Yeah, he yeah, got knocked out again. So, he's yep.
0: out. Jack Johns takes his spot. Um, yeah. Knights team slowly coming back to fitness. Um, probably only missing Adam Elliott now and Kurt Mann. Yeah. So, oh, and
1: uh, yeah.
0: Jace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not convinced he's a big loss, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, yeah, Nah. Lachlan Miller's good at football. Tyson Fazal's good at football. Jaden Browley's good at football. If you want them, grab them. Um, they're all all good options. Uh, the Dragons up against the Dolphins. Man, the Dragons are bad. Um, Sloan, I actually am very encouraged by his twenty seven and a forty to eight loss.
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, like in years past, that would have been a a nine. Like
0: yeah, or a negative yeah. three.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a try saver
0: in there helps, but even without that, it's a 22, which is fine. A couple of tackle busts. Um, he's obviously going to get a little bit more opportunity up against the Dolphins, Titans, Raiders in the next couple of weeks. You'd think.
1: And and that try saver is too. Like that was a good try saver. Like he had to do a lot to to keep that big man from scoring. Like it wasn't one of these ones where like he just happens to tackle him two meters and be out under and he the just. The guy that's under. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like this was like that, that was a proper try save.
0: Yeah. No, I'm really encouraged by him. As you said on the Sunday pod, I think he's probably going to end up in the high fours. Um, he'll be a nice little swap to Savage, I think.
1: Mm, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: but he actually plays around 13 as well, so no rush.
1: Mm. Um, yeah, who needs Turbo? Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah.
0: Well, they've scored about the same this week. Uh, don't sell Jack Bird. Uh, he's not going to lose 40-day every week, although he will lose 40-day again this season because, once again, the Dragons – are not very good. Um, But, you know, Ben Murdoch, Masilla, mate, how many naked photos does he have of the Dragon's board?
1: What is going on there? Honestly, like, is, is, I think Hook's just doing a favour to his mum or something. Yeah. Uh,
0: Mate, you cannot be this bad. It's not possible to be this bad. Like, I reckon, no joke, like, me with my one and a half legs, I reckon I could get out there and get a better fantasy score than this bloke.
1: Like he's averaging fifty-seven minutes on an edge, and he's averaging nineteen. Like, how is that? Yeah. It's a PPM of zero point three four. It's putrid. Mate. I've never seen a PPM that low for someone that isn't an outside back, like a centre.
0: Is Brad Abbey? Is that? His, was that? Is his PPM better than that?
1: Ooh, let's have a look, It'll Brad Abbey. That's got to be surely. So he close. was he was a fourteen and eighty minutes kind of guy. Yeah, wow. yeah,
0: Yeah, that's about that's yeah. It's marginally marginally worse. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but I'm yeeting him this week. I've had enough. Mm. Three weeks. I've had enough. That's what I kept all this money for. I could just go straight to Madison, but I'm going to jump on the Hosking train and make some dollary doos. Uh, last year, I found myself just not quite having enough cash earned through the year. Um, so this is where I'm going to attack these high upside low-break-even guys with with potential here. So, yeah, same thing, Cardi, Trindle. Um, Yeah, similar sort of rationale. Yeah, I think Jack Bird's actually still a buy personally, but, I mean, I'm not going to buy him because I've got Lemuelu and Hammer chilling out in my centres, but, um, well, Alamotti, but Hammer will be there eventually. Um, Although just keep in mind that the Dolphins are going to have a buy in round nine, ten. Somewhere in there, um, yep. so don't uh, don't depend too much on three. I've got three dolphins at the moment, so just make some make some plans for that. Uh, on the dolphins, we get a nice little cheapy here. Jack Bostock, also Isaiah Katoa. I think Isaiah Katoa is the cheapie of the week, isn't he?
1: Yeah, I think so. Like especially if you need a half, I think he's going to be one to pivot to with um, uh, Sean O'Sullivan gone. Yeah. You'd, you'd assume his role is going to increase.
0: Yeah, well, um so Wayne Bennett was talking and saying that he um that Katoa is actually more of a 7, but they were trying to sort of pigeon pigeonhole him into playing six because they didn't have um you know, obviously they needed uh you know, SOS to be the seven, but Milford's obviously a better six. So even though they're wearing the opposite jerseys, I expect Katoa to actually do a lot of the Playmaking and that sort of stuff, and um, you know, have his hands on the ball a bit, and Milford to try and use his running game and all that sort of stuff. So that'll be that'll be good. Um, I, I'm still not expecting huge things, but I mean, like a 30 average isn't out of the question. 30 35, uh, which will be enough to get him cash from here. Uh, Hammer and uh, Lemuelu, both good options. Sese probably not jumping on him given the uh, four-forward bench.
1: Yeah, it just seems like a risk, doesn't it? I mean, you'd assume one of these guys pinches minutes from Marshall King, but it's not like, you know, Nick staying. Arima who was only... Yeah. I mean, like, like Nick Arima was only playing, like, 40 to 50 when he was starting or coming off the bench anyway, but, yeah, like, Marshall King's going to be playing at least 65, you'd think.
0: So. Yeah, I think we'll see 15 minutes of hooker Ray Stone, and then he'll also play in the forwards. Uh. And we'll probably
1: see,
0: I guess we'll probably see, um, you know, one of these guys poke out under the edge for Kenny Bromwich for a little bit. And, uh, uh, yeah.
1: Maybe Tommy Gilbert moves out there for a little yeah. bit. I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's all good. I'm not buying anyone that's not named uh, Katoa or Lemuelu or Hammer, I don't think, um, unless you need a cheapie and then Bostock's all right. But um, I actually thought he looked really good in the trials, I was saying to you off air, but. I'm not in the market for that style of play. i already got enough uh, cheap cheap wing fullbacks and centers in my team at the moment. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Um, Broncos and the Tigers, Broncos as per program. Uh, obviously, Corey Oates has gone for a while. What? Rhys Walsh only put up that 40.
1: Yeah. Um, got a return of Kobe Hetherington lurking in the reserves. Uh,
0: yeah, I think he was in the reserves last week too.
1: Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, actually, you know, uh, there's a player in this back line that's not named Reese Walsh that's actually really interesting for me, uh, and that's Selwyn Cobbo. So he's actually sub 500K if you need a wing fullback. Uh, started a bit slow off against the Panthers and the Cowboys, but you know, two tries in the last two weeks, and his average over those two games is up in the high 40s which is similar to what he was doing last year, coming into Tigers, Raiders, Titans, Eels, Rabbitohs, Manly. Uh, I think there's a nice little stretch there where he should be able to put up some points. Uh, Obviously, you know, 500K wingers isn't a a big market, but uh, if you happen to be in the market for someone in the wing fullback position and can't quite afford a turbo or whatever, then um, I think you could do worse. Adam Reynolds down to earth. Um, had some questions about selling Pat Carrigan to get Nico Hines. Don't do that. And uh, Payne Haas is awesome at football.
1: Yeah, 70 points in 56 minutes. Yeah. Decent.
0: Yep. Uh, anything more to say here for the Bronx?
1: No, I think it's just, yeah, as as program, isn't it? Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, Payne Haas has got his uh, annual Ramadan, but luckily the Broncos don't play before sunset any night, so no yeah. dramas.
0: And he seems to get better during Ramadan too. So, power of like Derrick Henry when it starts snowing in the NFL. (laughs) It turns into Derrick Yeti. It's like (laughs) Ramadan Haas. The Tigers, man, the Tigers and the Dragons are having a suck battle, aren't they?
1: Man. it, when uh, the Tigers fans were thinking it couldn't get any worse than uh, finishing 16th <laughs> last year, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Into 17. Yeah.
0: it's not great areas. And I mean, we were, I mean, well, okay, I was pretty high on the Tigers in the preseason. Uh, seems like John Bateman has avoided the broken rib, uh, which is what they were talking about with his injury. Um, so he's just got a rib injury of some description, but it's not broken. But. Needless to say, from our preseason discussions, Ryan, that we will not be jumping on John Bateman anytime soon. Although, yeah, that's
1: big red flags.
0: If there's one player in the NRL that could play through a rib cartilage injury, I reckon it's John Bateman. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if there's one bloke, you know, if anything, it'll make him better because he, you know, he likes the taste of blood in his mouth. It's yeah, it's John Bateman. Yeah. So
0: I can see. I think what's going to happen here is Stafford Toa is going to come on at some point and push Kapoa into the forwards. Mm, uh which is why they've done it that way, because Capoa sort of did that last week. I think they brought Dane Laurie on and pushed Capoa onto the edge. Uh mm. I think Bateman obviously will play some more minutes in that middle. Justin Matamura will be there for a bit. Simpkin can also play as a you know lock, you know, light forward type role. So yeah, I I saw I heard some theorizing about Sean Bloor coming onto the bench late and uh I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh and also Joff Ngawi really is on the shit list, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's completely gone now, isn't he? I mean, but probably rightfully so. Like, what has he done to deserve? What has anyone in this side done to deserve this spot, really?
0: No, anyone in an orange jersey is uh, banned from my team until further notice.
1: (laughs) Yep, good rule. Same Uh, rule as, like, basically the last three years, really.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I I mean, I'm going to be wanting Isaiah Papali'i round 14 uh, and maybe David Clemar, but I'll cross that bridge when I get there.
1: Maybe Dewey once he gets the wing fullback jewel. If oh he ever gets man, back the he's halves. our third
0: wing fullback once he goes back to the halves yeah. for like three Absolutely. weeks before he gets put to right center or something. <laughs> we played last week.
1: Yeah, he'll be playing lock like Jackson Hastings. Oh, what a headache, shit.
0: man. What a headache. Anyway, yeah, no, no sheenius for me. The uh, Sharky's yeah. up against the Warriors. This one will be really interesting. Nico Hines come back. Awesome score last week. Was in everything. I didn't see the game because I was at the Slipknot Slipknot concert. Uh, but uh, I, I checked my phone at half time to see a little jab there from uh, Josh, a.k.a. the Supercoach Whisperer, about him being on 43, um, somehow like trying to make a reference that he was gloating and he, he, he took a copy of our, our uh, conversation last week about, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. But, you know, if anybody traded Nathan Cleary to Nico Hines last week, that seems like not something I'd be bragging about. Um, you know, despite him scoring better,
1: right. he didn't even captain Hines. He was bragged. He didn't even captain him.
0: Yeah, and he's only trading in Nathan Cleary this week. Yeah, yeah. So can't can't hate him too much. He he ribs me out on socials in in public, and then sends me questions asking for trade advice in the in the private messages. So <laughs> calling him out, calling him out as being a dud. Super coach was um, But uh, now Hines is great. Uh, he is going to play one more game and then go on a buy. So probably trying to avoid getting him till round seven. Don't tear your team apart to get him. I've seen a few questions, literally starting with, should I turn my t- tear my t- team apart to get Hines? The answer is no. Uh, I didn't have Nico Hines last week, and I gave him 96 overall for the round, and I'm in the top 1,000, um, and I'm not buying him this week, even though I can comfortably afford to buy him. Um, so, you know, trust the process. Don't chase one-week scores. He, is, he may score another 98 here. Um, he did put up some big scores last year. He will do it again this year. Just buy him when it makes sense. Don't break your team to get him.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think uh, round seven onwards.
0: Yeah, love round seven, you know, but he's also going to have a buy in round 13 as well. So if you can pick him up, I mean, I originally planned to grab in round 14. That was my plan. Yeah, that
1: was... Yeah. That was my preseason plan as well, to sell Murray to him in round fourteen, but I don't know if I'm gonna be able to wait that long.
0: Yeah. Um, so just having a look at his scores. So the score that he put up on Sunday would have been his second best score last year. Mm. It was the only score he got over ninety was the 132. Outside of that, his next best was eighty-nine, and he got that twice. So it may be that the fact that they just demolished the team by forty to eight, uh, that and he was fresh because he hasn't played you know a bunch of footy. He's been training for the last couple of weeks. He wanted to get out there and put his mark on the game and remind everybody that he's still a weapon, which he is. Uh, but don't don't rip your team apart to get him.
1: And now he runs into the wise juggernaut.
0: Yeah, exactly right. He's got to face off against the defensive uh, high level defensive combination of Ronald Volkman and Jackson Ford. So, um, yeah, I mean, Ronald Volkman comes in for Tamari Martin who's out for this week with a head knock. Ronald Volkman not a noted defender. Um, It's Jackson Ford, plenty of tackles. In case you're wondering, it is not too late to jump on Jackson Ford. It's not too late to jump on Chance Nickel cookstar It's not too late to jump on Sean Johnson.
1: How good is Johnson being, honestly? Oh,
0: mate. Yeah, I really want to name this episode, like, show us your Johnson or something like that. But I think it's going to end up something Heinz related because the people like people crave the, uh, the Heinz this week, but he is honestly, he's been amazing. 61.8 average, 8.6% owned. He's made, you know, close enough to 150 K already. And he's got more money to make with it like 19 break, even low score of 46. You know, massive amounts of base stats. Um, you know, He's a great man. Also, just for anyone complaining that saying that it was a no try, can I complain about it? You tell me, do you think it was a try?
1: Yo, yeah, look, I, when I first saw it, I thought um, the bunker is absolutely going to overrule this. Um, I had no faith in them upholding it. But I suppose, like, I can't remember who was running alongside him, but, like, I suppose you are allowed to be a support runner, are you? Because he was, Johnson was in front of him. Um, I, I sort of had flashbacks. I don't know if you remember this, but there was like a. A Tom try, well, no try last year that the bunker overruled because Reese Robson was, like, slightly in front of him, even though he was running alongside him. So that's, mm. that's what made me think it was going to be a no try. But, um, I mean, I'm glad they, they kept it as such.
0: Yeah, so in my mind, what happened was, so when Johnson broke the line, because he clearly broke the line, mm. Adam Fenua Blake, who was running next to him, who had already gotten all the way through the line, then becomes a support runner. So Reid Marnie trying to tackle Adam Fanua Blake because he knew he wasn't going to get Sean Johnson. He was ac- Reid Marnie was actually tackling a man without the ball. He wasn't tackling, you know, he wasn't interrupted in the defensive line. So that's the difference. So Adam Fanua Blake didn't make it to the line and stop. He made it through the line. Sean Johnson broke the line, not because of what Fanua Blake did. And then Fanua Blake ended up behind him as a support runner. So for anyone complaining, thinking it was a no try, it was 100% a try. Also, in the same game, that one where Pompey was like hanging his arm out with the ball in, in front of him or whatever, and Kicker went to tackle him, hit the ball, and the ball fell out of Pompey's hands. It wasn't a strip; it was a loose carry. Stop complaining. Hang onto the ball. Two hands for beginners. So yeah. yeah, I just I'm not a big fan of people complaining about referees in general, but particularly not when the referees are right.
1: I, I, I was I was really like mad because I was on Tamalolo any time last year, and it was basically a carbon copy of that Sean Johnson one, where like Lolo broke the line. It was against the Sharks, and at at, uh, at home against um, against the Sharks, and Lolo broke the line, and Reese Robson was like right next to him, and the bunker ruled it um, obstruction. Yeah, which really annoyed so, me. No, so yeah,
0: make make sure you give your cat a little pat as well, there, mate.
1: Yeah, no, she's got opinions.
0: <laughs> yeah, she didn't like it either.
1: No, she, I she- had I
0: had, had it on Tom Alolo, first try scorer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Bulldogs up against the Cowboys, not a naught. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I had so little faith in, the bo- faith in the boys last week. I put a bet on the Titans. So I was happy. I've never been happy to lose a bet. It was like the only bet I lost last week too. I was absolutely ripping through them. Uh, but the Bulldogs come up against the Cowboys. This is a really hard one for tipping... Uh, but also, uh, you know, fantasy-wise, Burton got the goal kicking back, but still fine. I'm pretty happy that Alamotti's out on that edge for the, the left Cowboys edge. He hmm. should, uh, you know, have some opportunities to attack down that side there. Uh, I mean, it's kind of s- typical state of play here for the Bulldogs, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. It's just really Jacob Preston. I mean, probably, I think there's a, a few questions about trading Reed Marnie. Um, he sort of turned back into a speed bump last week. The old Marnie um, stack of missed tackles. I'd uh, I'd probably be a little concerned if I owned him, but um, I mean, he should have an easier time of it this week, you'd assume. Like the Warriors were running all over them last week, even though it was close in the scoreline. Their forward pack was pretty dominant. Yeah,
0: I mean, the Warriors do have a big forward pack as well, and um, the Bulldogs don't really have the forwards to protect Reed like the Eels did. So, I mean, you might look at it and go, "Oh, yeah, he's uh, you know, he's going to be a speed bump or whatever." But I, I feel like you know, trading him, I think there's a lot of Reed money to Jaden Braley questions. I kind of feel like that might be sideways. So, yeah, I mean, so maybe I suppose like, it depends you- what it lets you do.
1: Yeah, because I mean, you bank 100k, and then you're probably going to ride Brayley up another 100 to 150. Mm. something yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah. I mean,
0: if you can do like if you do it if you're doing like say, um, Reed and Tommy Talao to Jackson Ford and Brayley, like something like mm. that, I'd pull the trigger on. I think.
1: Plus, yeah, or well, plus Reed won't play round 13, so I guess there's that consideration yeah. too.
0: Yep. Mm. No, good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the Bulldogs here. Preston's good. Keep playing him until further notice. Cowboys, Tom Chester last week at fullback. Uh, and then there's some conversation about whether his job's going to be wing or bench or left right out. Uh, I seem to I seem to think it's going to be the third one. Um, I'm not of the opinion that he's going to end up on the wing. I think Brendan Elliott's going to be the winger until Talon is back, personally. Uh, It's not a mark guarantee. It's just my feeling. Uh, So I'd I'd be reluctant to bring Chester in this week. Uh, Obviously, if you got him already, great. Uh, But I'd just – Elliot's a seasoned winger, particularly if the Cowboys win here. I can't see him making the change. Uh, Do you have any strong feelings about it?
1: Oh, I mean, same as you. I tend to agree. I think he'll be back in uh, playing for the Blackhawks next week. But, um, yeah, again, like it's just a sort of gut feel. It's, it's nothing inside of there.
0: Yeah. Um, outside of that, Robson's good. Don't trade him. He's just, you know, lower score this week. But, I mean, 45-ish from a hooker, you'll take that. Um, Luke you probably got a few questions about him. I think he is going to play eighty minutes or close to it on that edge. I, I don't think Dunn's going to play a lot of minutes there. He's a middle forward for the Cowboys. Riley Price is not a cheapie. He's just there for now, but you know that could be anyone. Or it'll be I mean it'll be Nanai with Lukey going back to the bench in two weeks. So um, I, I don't think Lukey's a buy at the moment. Um, I think he really needs to win the left edge permanently to be a buy. Like. Yeah, Yeah. even at 55 minutes, I don't like it at the price. I'd want to see him like 400, not full, not mid fours.
1: Yeah, I mean he's sort of borderline buyers, and like I'd be much more willing to jump on this week if his break even was low. But it's like in the high Mm. 30s already, so like it's like you're not getting like two 80 minute games where he's gonna you know come out score well and like sort of like Hosking for example. Um, yeah. come out and make his cash instantly. Like, it's going to take a week or two to get that first round, you know, that first game mm. where he only played, like, 20 minutes off the bench. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Like, he needs. I think he needs to win that left edge spot. I mean, Cohen Hess is typically a middle. It's not a big obstacle. Um, no, uh, but, I, like, I heard uh, Toddy Payton on 360 last night say they, they're going to need 80 minutes from Cohen Hess this week. So, I think they're expecting Hess to be an 80-minute edge for this week. Yeah. Um, once Nanai's back, though, like yeah, who knows? Really, like it's a big question mark. Like he could be an eighty-minute edge, Lukey, or he could be you know fifty-five off the bench, where it's yeah. a lot more borderline of a buy.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stamp a no on him and and just move on. I think, uh, but yeah, you know, if, if you re- if you really want him, we can't talk you out of him. That's fine, but yeah, I, he's not a base guy either. Like you know, like a Hosking who gets forty something points a week in base minimum. Uh, he's uh you know. Dirty points in base and needs the attacking stats, kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right, I guess we're into the questions, mate. Oh,
1: geez, hardly
0: any of them tonight, so we should look this (laughs) up pretty, pretty fast.
1: Yep, all right, should we get into it? Yeah, all right, let's start with Twitter. All right, so Damien, he's he he needs Georgina, Jesus, (laughs) yeah, mate, she's got her opinion, she wants to, uh give her opinion on the podcast. She's taken over for Rob. Um, all right, so Damien, he needs to buy two. Uh, Lemuelu, Ford, or Hosking, which two are you getting in? Oh. That's a tough one.
0: That's, that is actually really tough. I guess it's probably context-based context depending on what, um, what centers you have. Like if you got Alamotti and Jack Bird, for example, then I'd get Ford and Hosking because um, i think they're probably the more upside players uh but i mean yeah i've got all three so i i'm i don't know if i'm the right person to ask
1: yeah i'd lean ford and hosking um I, I just think they're probably going to be the better cash makers of the three uh obviously lemuelly would be great to have in your centers <laughs> but i mean if you're getting by with you know and Alamotti has been very serviceable um it probably really does depend on how the rest of your squad's looking. Um, yeah. You know, like, if you've got, like, say, a Smith Shields in your centres, then, mm. you know, maybe you do want to go Lemuelu and uh, and Hosking. Because I guess Ford's still going to be there next week. Like, if he's going to average in the 50s, like, he'll still be a buy next week, won't he?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess the other thing is, like, if you want to just look at it and go, you know, two of these guys are pretty safe and one's a pretty big risk. Being Hosking, you know, well, not a pretty big risk, but he is a risk that he might, you know, as you as you pointed out earlier, erroneously because he's going to be there for the rest of the year, but he might not be. Uh, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, break even wise, Lemuelu is the one that you leave out for a week.
1: Yeah, no, I yeah, agree.
0: Just let him go through the keeper. There's a couple of decent senders floating around, so um, yeah, not not critical. Whereas I think the other two are, are great options. So maybe go yeah, that way.
1: I agree, I agree. All right, so Danny. Uh, he wants to know your thoughts on doing Liero and Boyd to Hosking and Brails. Jaden Brails.
0: Um, what? Are we trading Liero?
1: Well, I mean, it's sort of like a case of so many people have good cashies that like they're looking for a guy to trade out to get in a mm. Hosking because they've got no really, you know, like in years past, we'd probably be hanging on to Boyd, but like it's sort of just a case of like we've mm. got no one else to move on because everyone's going so well.
0: Hmm. I assume I don't. I don't like trading two guys who are making money to trade to two different guys who are making money.
1: I mean, it seems like an upgrade, though, doesn't it? Like Boyd and Leary to Hosking and Brayley. Like that could be twenty points a week. Yeah, could be. It absolutely could be, or it could be. Could be a trap. Yeah. <laughs> Not. <Right.
0: laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I would prefer that you find somebody worse than those two players to trade out, but I don't I don't feel strongly against it. How's that?
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, Dan, this thing is pretty straightforward. He wants to do Ray Stone and Trindle to Lemuelu and Miller, so he must have a fair bit of bank. Yeah, so.
0: do that. Yeah, why, don't you have, why don't you have Miller already, bud? Go on. Wheels <laughs> up.
1: All right, so, Mark, so CJ here, he's planning to buy Teddy, D-Bags, and Hines over the next three weeks. Does he stick to this plan, or does he alter the plan and bring in Hosking?
0: I would prioritize Hosking over a guy like Dylan Brown, for sure. Yeah,
1: I agree. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. Dylan Brown's
0: not going, price is not going anywhere fast.
1: Yeah, and, and, like, I'm assuming you're not going to need a half if you're getting, planning on getting Hines in, too.
0: Yeah, his um, price is dropping. His price is still dropping. Like with no Sean Lane there, he's missing out on those like lane offloads where Dylan Brown gets to to run. Uh he's only got one score over fifty this year, so he's certainly not a
1: priority. Yep. Uh so Jack, he's doing Jaden Braley and Hosking in, and he's trading out uh Ruben Cotter and either Ryan Sutton or Isaac Thompson. So who are you moving on out of Sutton and Thompson?
0: Yeah, do that. Um Well, I mean the obvious answer's move Thompson on, but I mean, what's Sutton been up to? I don't own Sutton, so I've kind of been yeah, zero a-
1: shares, zero cares for him. He was good the first two weeks. The last two weeks, he's been a little bit below average. His break-even's in the mid-40s now, so he's not really going up in price anymore.
0: Yeah. Also, there's a couple of high, like, you know, sort of garbage games there where they're going side to side. The Cowboys like to play a lot through the middle, so... Um, I'd probably go if you don't need the centre wing fullback. I probably hang on to Sutton because I assume that you are going to want to put him in your seventeen. Uh, if you don't need a player in your seventeen, you can move you can move Thompson on it. Uh, you can move Sutton on, I guess, and bank the money.
1: Yeah, all right. So Perry, um, so he wants to know who's the top of the yeet list out of uh, Smith, Shields, Isaac, Thompson, or Dory. Um, what do you think? Probably, I think it's Dory, isn't it? Like only playing twenty minutes off the bench, his break evens in the twenties now. It's it's probably yeah. Matt Dory, yeah. Oh, like I can No, st- I agree. Yep. Yeah, I think Smith Shields is at the bottom of that list.
0: All right, so let's say one hour teamless, Matt Dory edge, Ryan Madison prop. What then? I what think, is it then? then
1: I, I think it's Isaac Thompson then.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think Smith Shield's at the bottom of that list just because he's still putting up 20s without a try. Like, the week he gets a try, he'll put up 40.
0: Yeah, and it'll be like the the week you're not expecting it as well, and you're certainly not going to have him in your 17, but that's okay. And if it gets to round eight and he still doesn't have a try, you can yeet him.
1: (laughs) He's got Um, the Dragons in round
0: seven. He's going to put up, like, 75 against the Dragons, and you're going to have to hold him through his buy because he's going to have, like, a negative break even. (sighs) Oh.
1: He also wants to know who's the next cashy we should get in. Um, is it is it Bostock this week, like the sub-300K guys?
0: The only player I'd be actively targeting is Isaiah Catella. Every other one, I'm not very particularly interested in. Yeah. So I assume you already uh, have him because uh, 52% of teams do, although it was up at 60-something a few weeks ago, so maybe not. But, yeah, if you don't, he's the only cheapy I'm really interested in. I can take or leave everyone else.
1: Yep. And he also wants to know what's Mark's hot tip of the week?
0: I did see that and I thought really hard about what, like whether there was a player in particular, uh, but there's not a player in particular. So my hot tip of the week is trust the process.
1: Ooh, nice. So
0: nice. Take it back to basics. Yeah. So post round one, my rank was 29,426. At the end of round four, it's eight
1: hundred
0: and fifteen. Mm. So I've gone up twenty eight thousand five hundred ranks in three rounds of football. So and I didn't panic. I didn't do anything risky. I didn't tear my team apart. I just played my fundamentals, played the game the way that I knew how. I had six hundred k in the bank when I scored a thousand sixty nine this week. Like to pre- to prepare myself. Just play, just playing straight bat, straight bat. Play it with a straight bat every time. Don't trade keepers. Don't sell a guy like Bryce Cartwright that doesn't have money to make. I saw somebody trying to sell Ro- Mitch Moses earlier today. Like Moses is averaging like 60-something. I'm sure he is. 62. Like what the, you know, just st- play it with a straight bat. That is my hot tip of the week. Just Trust your process. Trust your analysis. Trust your plans. You know, if you see, you know, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You know, like Zach Hosking. You know, if he's there and your plan was dill bags, and, and now Hosking's there, that's that's fine. Play. You know, you can you can flash at one through the covers if you need to, but <laughs> you know, you don't need to do it every single trade. Yep. So uh,
1: that's well, what I mean, what... Well- while we're on this topic, uh, Redline asks uh, Harry Grant to Nico Hines, why not? No!
0: No! <laughs> <laughs> is that concise enough?
1: Yeah. Like, like, really think about this. Like, Hines is on a buy next week. It is extremely likely Grant is going to outscore Hines over the next two weeks. So, Harry yeah,
0: Grant is the second highest averaging player in the game at the moment.
1: Yeah. Do not do that. Do not do that. All right. So uh, yeah, the third, cone third merchant,
0: height, third ice or four ice. No. So Greg Marzu, he doesn't count, and Hopgood. That's it. Hmm.
1: And I oh, guess Hosking, doesn't Hines. count either. And Hines, who doesn't count. No.
0: Yeah. No. Nah, well, one one game sample size, mate. Yeah.
1: Fair.
0: Harry Grant's got four games. He's averaging sixty-five.
1: Yep. All right. So the uh, the cone merchant, he says, shout out to Mark for the Maddo tip. So he's yeah. he's great. you. You are
0: welcome, sir. Uh,
1: He's uh trading Dory and Isaac Thompson out. He's got ninety three K in the bank. Who should he be looking to get in?
0: Dory and Isaac Thompson out.
1: Yeah, so they're both. He's not about leaving quick. himself with
0: a lot here. I mean, like the mm. first reaction is like, can we just do like Dory to Jackson Ford and keep Hosking? Uh not Hosking, keep uh Thompson.
1: Yeah, potentially. Um we could maybe- I don't think he's an urgent sell Thompson. No. No, it's just he's going to struggle to go up in price unless he starts bagging yeah. some tries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you wanted to move him on, I suppose, like, I mean, you could go, like, if you went Dory to Bostock, that's 100K in the bank. So that gives you, what, 200K basically to go Thompson to someone who's 540, maybe Lemuelu, if you wanted to upgrade your centres. But How close yeah. does
0: that get? If you can do Bostock and Hosking for... Those two. I think he'd be just short. I think he's just do that, short. but if he
1: can't, yeah, I think just even just jumping Forward. I didn't realize Hosking was five forty or five fifty. Yeah, that that's uh, that's doable actually. Yeah, maybe just Hosking. Yeah. Um. Okay. Speaking of big banks, so Dom he's got five hundred and sixty-seven k in the bank, mate. He's he's hey, fine. almost he's like as big you. as
0: mine. Well, let's not compare sizes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So he's got two options here. Uh, he's looking at doing. So he's trading out Dory and Trindle. Um, He wants to know, should he get Hosking and Lemuelu, but that would mean he'd have to play uh, Isaiah Katoa for a week, which he's not too keen on, but that would leave 231K in the bank. Or should he just get Nico Hines and Hans and just uh, yeah burn the bank? Um,
0: no, I think it's okay to play Isaiah Katoa for a week.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. You've got to think long-term about these things. Like, Lemuelu yeah. and Hosking are going to be so much better for your team than, say... Hands who might be yeah. out of the side next week.
0: And also, next week, when you've got Nico Hines in your halves, are you going to need a half again?
1: Yeah. Well, exactly right. So you're going to end up playing guitar again anyway next week. So, yeah, yeah. you may as well just, so just do it rip week. the band aid off now. Rip the band aid off now. Yeah. Um. So, Tom, he's. uh. So, thoughts on keeping Tanner Boyd or jump onto Jaden Braley? He's already got Reese Robson. Um, yeah. Uh, or. He's also. I mean, he's also looking at doing Dory and Smith Shields to Frizz and Hands. Um,
0: no, I don't think I'd do Frizz and Hands. Uh, but if you've got Smith Shields and you're going into Hands, that's only 40K, which means you can afford just to go Dory to Hosking and you should just do that.
1: Perfect. All right. Um, so Cody, he's he needs a half um, because, unfortunately, he's got... Uh, Tanner Boyd and Tamari Martin. Um, so he's got 382K to buy a uh, a half if he sells Isaiah, Isaac Thompson. Um, is it Katoa, hands? I think it's just Katoa, isn't it? Yeah. Plug, plug him in, fill your halves for a week. Yeah. Um, all right. So Dom, he wants to do Liero to Hosking. He doesn't really want to sell Liero, but he's the only player he could really move on. So would, would you do that? Well,
0: I think definitely the upside is with Hosking, but is it worth a whole trade? And I guess it's a hundred grand, um, six sixty grand. The upside is definitely with Hosking. Uh, I think Liero's ceiling average is Hosking's floor average, mm-hmm. but. Liera is going to be there for the foreseeable future, and we only think that Hosking could be. So if you feel strongly that Hosking is a jet and going to be awesome, you can pull the trigger. If you don't feel strongly on it, I don't think it's a critical trade.
1: Yep. No, I think I'd do it, but, yeah, again, it's not something you have to do. Um, so, Lucas, he wants to know, is there any sales out of Ryan Sutton, Isaac Thompson, Dory, and Bloor? Who to buy? He's got three hundred sixteen k in the bank. I think yeah, probably Dory and – yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think maybe Dory to Hosking is something you could do. Yeah. that's Dory and Bloor out, Hosking, and
0: Ford in or something like
1: that. You yeah. Know,
0: you can do that. Earth. Yep, uh, that, that'd be
1: ideal, something like that. All right, so MLS he's hitting us with a bunch of questions. <laughs> um, so he oh, wants to know about he wanted to know our thoughts on Hosking and Lukey, which we've given. Um, yep. He wants to know: is Marshall King going to play eighty? No, no. Um, Josh Reynolds is he by? No, yeah.
0: definitely not. Urgently,
1: he, no. He might fill a, a new Browns role, but I'd like to see a week of it first. Yeah. and um any winner in the tigers forward pack uh not rugby league
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i think i think is going to spend some time in the forwards so it's a bit of a false economy um and same with simkin so yeah i think if there is a winner it might be david Clemmer, uh but i'm not rushing out to buy him
1: all right, so moving on to Facebook. Sarah, um, she wants to know who to trade Dory for. So she's got 440 k. k She's already got Ford, Cardi, Warbrick, Sloan. I, I'm, I'm assuming 440 k including trading out Dorys because she's looking at Vilea. Um, Yeah. So, uh, so I, I guess like our... We're
0: in the weeds a little bit there. It's kind of a yeah, bit of a not nothing wrong. price point.
1: I'd almost rather just cash out the boss stock like if you're going to do that. Yeah. Thank the cash uh, and hopefully have some tries over the coming weeks.
0: I'm just going I'm just I'm just going through the weeds. Um
1: Any flowers amongst the weeds, mate?
0: Mm not so far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's looking get, pretty get bleak. Get the trimmers out. Get the trimmers look, out. Yeah, it's looking pretty bleak down here. Um Yeah, my instinct would be who is the cell?
1: Uh Matt Dory. Is no. um, is is Brendan Elliott any good? I actually haven't looked at his stats. I assume not, but like now, what, about,
0: no, what about Sean? What about Sean Kepi? Let's just you know,
1: yeah.
0: Come on, we're forty forty one 41.7 average now. Um, three three games, low score of thirty nine. That might be if you need somebody. That's probably him or Matt Croker. Um, is the two, or I mean, like a Hayes Perham or something like that? Chance, Nickel, Cook, Star, these guys are fine. If you need a wing fullback to bolster your team, might be Chance actually. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm buying Chance in my head-to-head team this week. So, good,
1: okay. yeah, Chance, here yeah. you come, welcome. All right, um, so Sean he wants to know why is Isaac Thompson so shit?
0: Uh, because Campbell Graham's a
1: hog. Yeah, nah, fair, and uh, yeah, the ball never gets to him. And he, he wants yeah. to know who to go first, who, who needs to go first out of Thompson and uh, Smith Shields. I think it's Thompson personally. Yeah. Um, and who to any position? Well, I mean, I think we've listed off the good options, like forward, maybe chance if you can afford it. If you just want to bank some cash, go down to Bostock. He's a bit risky, but, you know, yeah. basement price for the most part.
0: Yeah, don't spend the trade just because you feel you have to either. Like if there's nothing mm. obvious to be done, don't spend the trade and wait a week.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, here's an interesting question, Callum. He wants to know: Is there any buy low options for draft players? Um, any guys that are underperforming that you could potentially jump on?
0: I, I mean, I got Nanai for Jake Turpin the other week. That was pretty awesome. I'm still, cool. I'm still happy with that. Um, like in a trade, uh,
1: I think. Uh, I think maybe, <laughs> maybe Luke Garner. Like you could probably pick him up for a packet of peanuts right now. And if somewhere he can get his, his spot back once he's yeah. back.
0: He's never going to play ever again. He might never play NRL again.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: stop <laughs> it. Um, um No, Tanner Boyd, maybe. Is he cheap? Yeah, He'd be cheap,
1: buy. surely. On a buy, yeah, potentially. I mean, the hook is pretty valuable. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm in the weeds a little bit
0: here now. I'm, I'm just going through, having a bit of a look.
1: Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe you could probably get Teddy for a little bit cheap, averaging thirty nine right now. Maybe owners are getting a little bit panicky. Yeah, no, I don't think so. No,
0: no. Um, Tavita Panguy Junior.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Go out and get to like get that. yourself some Tavita Pangai Junior.
1: Maybe uh, or, Happy uh, Coruscant?
0: Coruscant? Yeah, I see. Uh, in our um, in our draft league. Uh, Kelma Toolung, he's on the bench. He's on the, uh, <laughs> he's on the waivers at the moment.
1: So. Mm. Maybe uh, Matt Burton is one you could probably buy like. Mm.
0: Yeah, a few options, there. Yeah? yeah. All right.
1: Um, all right, so Sam, he wants to do Tohu and Dory to Miller and Frizz or Hosking. Um, so Tohu's been named, but, I mean, I don't know if he's actually going to play or not.
0: Yeah. Um, no, that's a tough one. Uh, on its face, I think it's a good deal, potentially, but you're not going to find out until it's too late. Uh, yeah,
1: that's the problem. Like he doesn't play till Sunday, so you sort of got to lock it in, don't you? Because Hosking plays pretty early yeah, on the like, round. So mm. yeah, I mean, well, let's assume you're going to do it. Would you go for Rizell or Hosking this week? Hosking. Yeah, I think he's the more urgent one. If you're going to get him, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. All right, so uh, Dale, his weekly question of the week, he wants to know who's going to win in a fight. Reigning champion Hudson Young, he's uh, 2-0. Up against this week, the uh, the Lebanese Thunder, Alex Twal. So, I mean, this is a... Like, at, fir- at first glance, you'd think like Hudson Young because he's going to fight dirty, but Alex Twal's got the size advantage here. Um,
0: yeah, okay, so what you got to consider is that Alex Twal, like all the Tigers players, is made of marshmallows,
1: though. Yeah, but he's you know he's Lebanese. He's got to have something in him, doesn't he? He's got to have a little. I bit don't of fight. think
0: he's ever actually seen somebody who looks like they're aggressive. That's the problem.
1: He plays combat,
0: mate. I, I think if Alex Twal got into a confrontation with somebody, he'd just stand aside and let them run past. He'd probably try to tackle him like around the legs. I reckon That'd like, like
1: twelve I reckon Twole might win just because like it'll be like a Homer Simpson thing where like Young just punches himself and he gets tired <laughs> and falls over because <laughs> like <Twole's> just just. So- <laughs> Yep. There you okay. go. Twal's Twirl, your winner because Young punches himself tired. Yeah, he's going to do go. the Dredrick Tatum. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fighting for a sandwich. Um, all right, Trent. He says, Legends, is Hammer a proven keeper at centre? Is he better than Bird?
0: Oh, I wouldn't be trading Bird to Hammer if that's the question that you're asking.
1: Yeah, um, I, I guess.
0: It's phrased like he's asking for permission to make a trade.
1: Maybe he's asking, like, who to bring in. Would you bring in Hammer or Bird if you needed a center? Um, (sighs) 530K
0: is really expensive for Hammer.
1: I think the answer is Lemuelu if you don't have him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that. Hammer's got five tries in four games as well.
1: Yeah. Which, I mean, he's
0: awesome. And he's playing the Dragons this week. And then the revenge game against the Cowboys. And he's got the Titans in three weeks. But, Mm. yeah. No. I think... I would be not trading one to the other, uh, and I'd be out of the three, I'd be I'd try be trying to get Lemuelo if I needed a center.
1: Yep. He also wants to know, is SJ the real deal, and is he a better half than Adam Reynolds?
0: Oh, in real life, he's absolutely a better half than Adam Reynolds.
1: Um, <laughs> fantasy-wise.
0: You know. Yeah, no, fantasy-wise as well. No, mm. just for the – I mean, for the pride, like he's cheaper, he's averaging more, he looks awesome. Um, you know he's 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 exciting to own as well. Like you know, just you're watching him. You know, Warriors games are great. A, a fit, firing, and performing Sean Johnson is the real winners rugby league. So, absolutely,
1: yeah. And uh and finally, we've got Trent's narrative of the week. I hope this becomes a a, a running yeah. thing. Thing Trent, can we get, get a, a trend?
0: Your- uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, Trent like narrative him. of the week. Yeah. so Okay, so Trent's narrative of the week. Stags will be stag- stagnant again. Sell. You've got to get off Stags, mate. He's going to be stagnant again. I
0: don't you know, know about sell, but, yeah, least, he's too, least,
1: you know, he's was was the t-
0: Sub 500 was the time. He's too expensive again now.
1: He'll be stagnant again, mate. That's what Trent's saying, the narrative yeah. of the week, mate. Can't okay. wait for next week's narrative. I love it. Um, <laughs> all right, so this is uh, probably the... One of the more popular questions of the week, actually. We've had surprisingly a little amount of Heinz questions, to be honest. But okay. from uh, Mike, Michael, Mark and Albert um, and a few others. Is that one person uh, or
0: three different people have asked?
1: Three different people plus, I think, one or two more. Um, they want to know our thoughts on doing Reid Marnie to Jaden Braley. Very keen to get on the discount of Brayley and Bank 100K. Mahoney doesn't seem like a keeper and loves a missed tackle. Um, so mm. we sort of touched on this a little bit earlier. I think I'd be okay with doing that. Is that something you would do personally?
0: I'm really against trading out a guy who's averaging
1: 53.
0: Mm. And, but I mean, you know, 71, 54, 48, 39 up against a, a big Warriors pack that had, you know, he had his career high missed tackles. Uh, I just i i i i refuse to recommend it. I'm not going to talk you out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Look, going to be held
0: responsible for Reed Marnie getting a 75 this week.
1: I mean, my personal bias is towards doing it, just because I was never completely sold on Marnie. Like, i never considered him for my own team, so I don't think I was ever there on him. Um, but, yeah, I understand the other side too. All right. Um, so, Nate, he's... Uh, He's got two options. So he's given us two options here. So he's thinking either one trade um, of doing Ryan Sutton to a hooker of uh, like Wade Egan, Jaden Braley or Appy Coruscant. I think our answer there would be Braley if you were to do that. So let's yes. just knock that down to Sutton. So option one, Sutton to Braley or or should he spend two trades and do Ryan Sutton and Tanner Boyd to a Grant and a Cheapy or a Braley and a Hosking? I think the answer is Braley and Hosking, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yep, agree. Um, all right, so Hayden, he wants to know the best cash down options for Boyd, Trindle, Dory. He's already got the usual suspects. Um, I think this sort of goes back to what we touched on, where like you don't have to, you know, like Boyd, you can easily hold if you've if you've got hooker coverage. trindle has got a negative break even, like we touched on last week, coming back from that ankle injury. Dory's not urgent either. Like, if you wanted to bank him, bank some cash, like, you could go to Bostock. But, again, it's not something that's urgent. Like, you would always just wait until a better option pops up. So I almost lean towards just hold trades here, to be honest, unless you're desperate to get free up cash.
0: Yep. Yeah. Holding trades is never a bad idea unless you're missing somebody Absolutely. really obvious. So, you know, like, if it's something where you're like, oh, I'm not sure if this is a good move or not, it's probably a good sign to just wait.
1: All right. So um, Jade and Shane, they want to do Tohu and Dory to Matto and Ford. Would you do that?
0: Oh, you got to make that decision early, too.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's tough.
0: Yeah. If Tohu, but if Tohu's just playing injured you know with a minor injury surely he's going to be hampered uh, can we can we check the nrl physio um, profiles on someone trying to play through a pcl or mcl injury cuz i can't imagine it's great reading um, on its face i like it
1: yeah, yeah. I, I tend to agree I mean, unfortunately, the, uh, the physio is on holiday this week, so he's a little bit late updating the casualty mm. ward. So we're just waiting for him to reply to some questions. But
0: uh. I mean, the other question is do you just go to a who all the way down to Hosking and bank some money for future?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you're, you're the one who was thinking about Mattawa Hosking this week, and you've landed on Hosking. So I suppose that yeah. would be your advice, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah. But I'm not trading a gun to somebody who might be a gun. I'm trading Ben Murdoch Masilla. To somebody who might be a gun, (laughs) instead of spending three hundred grand more to somebody who it definitely is a gun, that's it's different.
1: It's it's in the same basket. You're trading a lawn chair to you know, yeah,
0: yeah, like a lazy boy with one of those toilets actually built into the chair, so you don't even need to get up. (laughs) Oh
1: dear. All right. Um, Mark, this one's for you for, because it comes from a bloke named Mark, as uh, oh, standard rules of the podcast. Anyone from yeah. anyone named Mark goes to you. Uh, he wants yeah. to do Adam Dewey to Tommy Turbo. Would you do that?
0: Is that sideways?
1: Yeah, it might be, to be honest. Um, I think if you don't need a wing fullback, because I'm assuming you don't, I mean, maybe you do, but if you don't, okay, let's go instead. Know. Yeah. 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 Good point.
0: Yeah, if you're going to do it, jump on Teddy. And if you've already got Teddy, then you shouldn't be spending more money at the wing fullback position.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so Zane, he wants to do, should he do Warbrick or Smith Shields to Sloan? Is that worth a trade? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely might. wouldn't do Warbrick to Sloan. Yeah, definitely not Warbrick. But, um...
0: Um, Smith Shields to Sloan, I'm neutral to okay with, like a 6 out of 10.
1: I just think Sloan's past the point now like he's 360k you
0: know
1: like he might only have 120k left and is that worth a trade I don't know like Smith Shields Mm. in theory could have 150 left
0: yeah or he could score a 16 this week and start losing money
1: could but so could Sloan to be honest yeah yeah. right. Um, oh geez of course the one podcast here without Rob Um, don't have someone to pronounce the Maori names in in the comments which one is it um, te iwehoko. hopefully I pronounced that uh, right. Okay. I'm sure. I mean, half our listeners are Warriors fans, so, I mean, they'll, they'll tell me if, how yeah. I butchered that one. Uh, anyway, so he wants to do um, Tohu to Braley to save cash for Hines, or he could just go for a gun hooker right now, like Grant or Cook. He's only got Tanner Boyd as his hooker. So would you do Tohu to Braley or would you go up to a gun?
0: Well, a good day. When do the Knights play? Oh, that's 2 o'clock. You, no, you'll get, this, you'll get the 24-hour news by then. No, will you?
1: No, you won't. Well, you need he does need a hooker this week, though. With only oh, if like you work. need a hooker this week,
0: yeah. I'm not convinced that who's going to play. Yep. So, yeah. I, I, I'm. Mm, it's another one of those, like, I get it, and I wish you hadn't put yourself in this position.
1: Mm. And while we're at it, we've got Callum. He's asking Tohu to Mato. I think if you're going to do it, we suggest Hosking.
0: Yeah. And look oh, but I mean Matto is a mid only, Hosking's an edge only. Like I've got way too many edges. So
1: you might need a mid as well. Yeah, fair. Uh, fair enough. In which case we do recommend Matto. Um all right, so blade. <laughs> blade. blade. Love that. Blazer. Blazer. Blazer.
0: And Michelle, my consiglieri. <laughs>
1: 20-year-old uh, movie references. Uh, so, Blade, he says, I have Gutho. What the F do I do with him?
0: <laughs> Why do you have Gutho? You should hold him for the entire season. You take your medicine, you know, and you learn your lesson. You don't trade him all year.
1: How about the, the news of, like, that uh, Parra were looking for a, a uh, fullback? A game-breaker. Gutho, you into know, the look, centers or something. It's
0: fair enough because he is a, he's a potato on wheels, mate, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> um no i mean you have to laugh i guess the question i I guess the question is like okay so if i have gutho what am i doing Mm. i'm sitting there going righto i can get very similar production out of warbrick sloan whoever so assuming that you've got like sloan warbrick hammer miller and you can do that I'd probably move Gutho on to, like, a Jackson Ford or Hosking or someone like that and actually try to do something with that position.
1: Um, uh, I mean, if he needs a wing fullback, would you just jump on Lockie Miller if he doesn't have him already?
0: Yeah, if you don't have Lockie Miller, otherwise chance uh, or Perum, uh, but probably chance I think is my preference. Yep. Yeah, free up some cash for future moves is the short answer to the question.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, so we've had um, two questions or a couple of questions here on in terms of strategy in regards to getting Nico Hines. So he wants. So a few people here they want to know the thoughts on our strategy. Is it better to get Hines in ASAP or is it better to wait until after the buy or or is it just better in general to work on work towards getting a stronger all round squad first and then targeting Hines say round fourteen.
0: Okay, okay. if you don't own Nathan Cleary, and if you do own Nathan Cleary, there's two different questions. So if you don't own Nathan Cleary, instead of spending a million dollars on Heinz, spend 878 k on Nathan Cleary. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: If you do own Nathan Cleary, you've already got a reliable captaincy option. Do you want to have $1.9 million in your halves neither of which are going to be available in round 13, and Hines also, who is not going to play next week.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, well, I think for starters, um, I, I don't think he's a buy this week. Like, I understand why everyone wants to get him in ASAP. Like, they've got the FOMO after seeing that 98. But, like, it's important to keep in mind, like, if you're getting him in, he is going to be on a buy next week. Like, if you were to get, say, 255 average players they're pretty likely to outscore Hines and whoever you're replacing him with next week, assuming a Katoa or something like that, for example. Yes. Um, in terms of working, get, you know, getting him in after the buy versus working towards a stronger squad all around. So my preseason strategy was to trade Cam Murray to Hines once Origin began and like Hines, uh, sorry, Murray would be missing a stack of games um, with Origin and his unfavorable buy schedule after or- like once Origin begins. Um but I think the strategy might have changed towards potentially looking to get Heinz in prior to that simply because of the amount of cheapies that have turned out to be really reliable scorers. So, for example, like Jackson Ford, Jake Preston, Bryce Cartwright, like Hopgood, like Ali Katoa, like all these guys that we started with mm-hmm. um, for the pennies on the dollar that are putting up 50s just about every single week. Like We've all got this sort of luxury now where like, we can afford to maybe, you know, spend some money there, like maybe, and we're also going to have three trades per week from round seven onwards. So, um, I think I'll potentially be looking to get him in before round 13. Um, like just for that ceiling. I'm like, it's just so massive, but yeah, definitely I wouldn't be getting him this week at least. Uh, that's, that's my overall thoughts there. Um, yeah, I like it. And that came from Nathan and Darren. Um, all right, so Bren, well, this is interesting. He wants to know who's more of a must-have, Hosking or Ford?
0: Ford's safer. Yeah. And he's way cheaper. I've just realized I don't have him on my head-to-head team. Oh, no. So I'm going to fix that <laughs> right now. Yeah.
1: Um, I guess... I guess maybe the difference is Ford will still be a buy next week versus Hosking might not be, or he becomes Mm -hmm. immensely more riskier when he's 600K and his break-even is not, you know, nothing.
0: Yes, correct.
1: Yeah. So I think Hosking's possibly now or never, um, and Ford, you can wait a week. So I I guess that probably makes Hosking more uh, more urgent. Um, Mm. Yeah. I don't know if that answers the must-have question, but he's definitely more urgent in terms of which one you need to get in this week. Uh, so Darren, he's looking at doing Tohu and Stefano, Stefano to uh, Hines and Hosking. Hmm. I uh, think Stefano to Hosking's fine.
0: Yeah. Um. Do
1: the, the Sharks hmm. play Sundays. Yeah, they play the Warriors. So I guess. I guess you could probably just wait and see if Tohu's playing, and if he yeah, is. if Tohu
0: doesn't play and he's ruled out for a couple of weeks, I'm fine with
1: that. Yeah, I agree. But if he plays, I, I think you're right to just wait until Hines has his bye. Yeah. Um, all right. So, good friend of the show, Matt Picko. He wants to know how long until Hands takes Hodgson's spots. Takes Hodgson's Hodgson's spot. How long? Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, I think the best case for hands is 40 minutes off the bench uh, with like Hodgson playing a little bit of lock maybe, but yeah. Um, and he also wants to know, and this is an interesting question, and this is a, a bigger question in terms of what I was sort of touching on before. Um, how are people dealing with the inability to make trades currently due to all the guns, cows who are going well and being untradeable, um, whereas all the ones you want to you want to trade aren't worth enough to make any worthwhile upgrades. So like this is a sort of a, a, a good and bad problem to have and one I'm definitely experiencing. Um, like the only way to sort of get some of these guys like Hosking in would be to trade a, a guy you don't necessarily want to trade. And like we've seen this in the questions thus far, like people wanting to trade Liero. It wasn't necessarily a trade, but like you've got no other option. Um, it's really tricky to navigate this year because in years, like we've never really had this luxury. So it's like a blessing and a curse to an extent.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of similar to what I was uh, suggesting to you off air, which is, you know, Ryan's in a position where his only hooker is Tanner Boyd and in his two main head-to-head leagues, he's undefeated. So, you know, you're then left with a a separate option, which is if you don't care about overall and you're only playing head-to-head, do you just take a potential loss and only play 16 with the knowledge that, like, I beat my head-to-head opponent this week by 150 points. So just because you're playing 16 doesn't mean you're going to lose. Do you spend a trade or two to bring in a hooker you don't really want for a guy who's making money only to gain nothing potentially?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so
0: it's hard. It's hard because, like, I mean, like in my overall team at the moment, like, I, you know, I've got money there. I've got 300K sitting in the bank. I don't know what the hell to spend it on. <laughs> like, you know, I've got Isaac Thompson and Smith Shields, but they're chilling down in my emergency. Same with Warbrick. Like, you know, I'm just I'm going to work out which one of Warbrick and Sloan I'm going to play this week, but it's going to be Sloan because he's a fullback and he's got a better matchup. But, you know, like, you know, I need, I'm looking at guys like Cartwright going, oh, I might need to trade them at some point. But right now, like, I don't need to. So, you know, you can sit there with 300k in your bank and just, you know, wait for a good opportunity. Um, I actually think it's a great thing as long as you're on the right guys. Hmm.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, all right, so Kyle, he's looking at trading out uh, Tanner Boyd. Uh, he's got 68 k in the bank and he, and he can be any position except for mids so I'm assuming he's got a stack of mids already so um is the answer hosking I think it is. Uh,
0: seems, seems to be the <laughs> seems yep. to be the answer this week
1: Yep, um, and Rich wants to know the best wing fullback under 368K. He's thinking Jesse Arthurs for the dual position, plays the bye and has an easy schedule. He's got Cam Pereira, Warbrick, Miller and Tamari Martin, so he needs a full a fullback this week given that uh, Cam Pereira's on a bye and Tamari Martin's out injured, so he's only got Warbrick and Miller currently. So um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think it's Jesse Arthurs.
0: How much has he I got to get? spend?
1: Uh, three best wing fullback under three sixty eight,
0: and he's got Warbrick and Miller. Yeah, what's Tyrell Sloan? Would you still buy Sloan at this point? Oh, depends, mate. It comes back to the other question. Do, you know, do you just roll out sixteen this week? Mm. It's not going to be the only time in the year that the team's going to roll out sixteen. If you need a wing fullback, in my opinion, it's Bostock oh. or Sloan and there's, well, this there's not back, any other
1: options. Well, this goes back to my question before that we didn't answer. I'm assuming the answer is no, but I actually haven't looked. Is Brendan Elliott any good?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Emphatic. Is
0: that helpful? <laughs> yes. I'll look up and I'll actually look up the answer to the question for you instead of just saying it.
1: I mean, I was but, assuming the answer is no. But,
0: yeah. It's, uh, let's assume it's no and I'll tell you if it's not no. How's that?
1: Okay, all right. I'll uh, look after the questions till then. Um, all right, so on to Insta. So Dylan King, he's got no hooker cover with uh, Boyd on a buy, so he's in the same boat as me, and he's got Ryan Sutton, uh, the only person he wants to sell. What do I do? Um, well, I think the answer is if you've got money in the bank, go Sutton to Brailey Otherwise, you're probably rolling with 16 for a week um, unless you want to make another trade, but it doesn't sound like you do. Uh, there's really no other good hooking options.
0: Um, um, just just for the record, uh, his career best score on the wing is mm-hmm. 46, but that was okay. in 2016. Right. Brennan Elliott. So. Just around
1: the corner.
0: Yeah. His best score since then is 28 on the wing, 2017 to 2022 inclusive. Right. <laughs> is that helpful? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, it's not. I, w- I, w- I would have yeah. preferred you tell me he was good, but no, he's not. Okay, okay. Sorry. damn, damn
0: it. <laughs> all right, sorry, give me that last question again because
1: uh, uh, Dylan, he's got no hooker cover, he's looking at uh, selling well, Ryan Sutton's the only person he wants to sell. And like I said Jaden Braley's really the only answer yeah. there if you can afford it. Yep, um, all right, so this is an interesting question. So, Jerry, uh, He asks, with the way the game has been played this year, do you think it makes guys like Josh King, and I I could throw in Sean Kepi into this as well, who have never had great PPMs more interesting when looking at keepers? It seems to be the year of the plotter. And I sort of want to tie back into this to a tweet I saw today from um, the Rugby League Eye Test on Twitter, who does a lot of great stats diving. Um, So there's been... So this is what he tweeted. He said, "There's been just 59 minutes during regulation time this NRL season played with scores greater than three converted tries apart. That number was 228 after four rounds last year. So it seems like games are, you know, games are a lot closer so far to begin this year than what they have been in the last two seasons. Um, and maybe yeah. that's because well, points. But that's points are true down because as
0: well. if you listen to anyone." they will tell you that this start of this Rugby League season has been the best season for a long time.
1: Mm.
0: So, I mean, there's been a lot of close games. It's been great. Uh,
1: So, I mean, it's a point. And you mentioned Gerbo before as well. So he's another plotter.
0: 50. Yeah, 50.3. I guess the question is, because it's so hot, are teams just playing through the middle and guys who can play big minutes that are fitter? staying out there for longer and making more tackles because everyone's so gassed because we started earlier.
1: Because
0: mm. we started we three weeks a- earlier.
1: And we had a particularly hot March as well.
0: We did. So I'd be interested to know what the comparison was. I mean, but last week, everything is close. I mean, the only blowout was the Sharks game. Everything else was, mm. was uh, 12 or less. So, um, yeah, it's, It could also be that the Dolphins have just evened out teams a little bit and, you know, the salary cap's starting to do its work on teams like Panthers, obviously not on the Roosters because they don't have one, but everybody else is, uh, you know, is dealing with the salary cap plus, you know, stretching out. And there's been a lot of calf cramping and, yeah, a lot of football being played through the middle of the field. Um, I've... Yeah, I'll be interested to see if that, if that trend continues. Um, we've got an, a, another good slate of really good games. I wonder if it's just the NRL doing a great job of doing the schedule, which would be the first time in history, uh, <laughs> except for the <laughs> except for for the Eels who the played Eels. Off the line for four times in a row. Uh, but no, I, like, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the trend continues.
1: Mm, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know if I want. I guess another one as well that we could throw in. Um, so that's Tom Gilbert, who typically we wouldn't consider a buy. He's mm. a lot better this year too. So I don't know if I want to go diving into him, but I mean it's definitely interesting so far.
0: But even guys like even guys like Payne Haas, he's got a career like like his PPMs off the charts at the moment. Joe Tarpany's base is off the charts at the moment. Hopgood, insane. Cardi, insane. Sean Johnson, way higher than what we could have expected. Well, except maybe except for me. Um, you know, it I, just maybe that there's a lot more fantasy points because the ball's in play a lot more, which I guess you know comes to the point. So it might not necessarily just be the plotters. There's lots of guys who are scoring way above what we thought.
1: Yeah, good point. Very good point. Too good PVL. Um, all right. So Sloaney. So Sloaney says, "Is it time to give Burton the boot? He's looking at doing Burton and Dory um, to Slo- uh, to SJ and." Uh, well, he's got, yeah, You can afford someone good, maybe Hosking. Um, so would you do Burton and Doring to SJ and Hosking? I think so. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, actually, maybe you can't afford that. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll get you in the DM, Sloan. You don't worry about get?
0: Would you get, um, would you get uh, SJ and Hosking type or would you get? Jackson Ford
1: and like a uh, Cleary. Um he's got Ford already, but I think I'd uh, if you don't have a Cleary or Hines, I think I'd probably opt for the Cleary option, just you know, to get yourself a reliable captain. Mm. All right. Um so Max, he needs another half this week. So apparently he's um apparently he's gotta trade Murray or Carrigan. Um, no,
0: you never have to gotta do that.
1: And is uh, Tedesco to Miller a good trade?
0: No. Well, no, not now. It was a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've a lot of people I, are wanting to
1: trade? Cam Murray this week? Yeah,
0: it's bizarre. It's very odd. Um, no, no, I'm not gonna. I'm just not even gonna entertain it, eh? <laughs> Hit us up in the DMs. So we'll find a solution for you that doesn't suck.
1: Yeah. This, either way, you're going backwards here. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know how badly you need a half, but you're going to end yeah. up going backwards if nah, you do this. I think
0: when he says, I need a half, what he's really saying is, I want to buy Nico Hines. And, yeah, like, I think you could go shopping in the Dylan Brown, Sean Johnson, Matt Burton price bracket and find something suitable. Uh, or Isaiah Gatoa. Yeah, yep. I think we can make it work. So hit us up in the DMs, we'll sort you out.
1: All right, our uh, our King Bacon Lord.
0: Oh, I, was, I saw his comment come through. I always get excited when I see a notification from Bacon
1: Lord. Bacon Lord's the best. It's the best name. Um, so he needs a hooker to cover for Boyd this week, just like me. Um, yep. he wants to know does he do Murdoch Masilla and Egan Butcher for Hosking and Hands, or does he do for Feeder and Butcher for Kenny and Hosking?
0: No, don't trade um, for Feeder.
1: Yeah. Definitely Murdoch, Massilla and Ingen Butcher out, um, and I like like Butcher to Hosking seems like a great trade. I guess the question is, would you do be member to Hands risk that for the one week cover?
0: I think just for one week it's okay, but like, is that worth it if Hands gets a nineteen?
1: Oh, what are you? What are you spending? As, yeah, That's well, the same as what you'd get from Murdoch Massilla, isn't it? Um,
0: yeah, well, maybe.
1: Um, I'd really – oh, man. Because you wouldn't even go to a
0: – I mean, what's Handsworth now?
1: Like 248 or something like that. You can't that even something. go
0: like Braley and Bostock maybe. If you could do that, maybe I'd do something like that. But otherwise, I think I'd probably just cop a 16 this week. Yep. And learn your lesson for next time to buy hooker cover earlier, Your dill.
1: I feel like that was directed at me. Um, it was. So- it was directed
0: at you. <laughs> you greedy bastard. Uh,
1: all right. So, uh, Ali. Mind uh, you, is
0: trying- <laughs> Men in glass houses. I'm sitting here with just Reese Robson, hoping he doesn't get COVID or something and get ruled out late <laughs> in the very last game of the week. Oh,
1: dear. All right. So, uh, Ali selling Dewey last week and he's got Boyd on a buy. Oh, sorry. He sold Dewey last week. So, he's got uh, Boyd on a buy. Uh, and needs a half. He doesn't want to play Katoa for a week, so he's looking at trading out Boyd um, to anyone 620K or under. Um, so he's looking at Matt Burton or a man of your own heart, Ben Hunt, says he's got a good run of games coming up and wants to know, does Hunt play Origin again this year?
0: Yes, he does play Origin, and no, you shouldn't get any of those guys. You should just um, play Katoa this week.
1: Yeah, I tend to agree. Like, Katoa's been putting out like mid 20s to mid 30s. Like, Burton's averaging 38. Like, is that worth spending a trade of Tanner Boyd to, to Burton? I, I don't know. I don't think it no. is. The answer is no. Yeah. All right. So, Mark, another one for you, mate, from a Mark. He's got enough cash to do a Dory to Lemuelu. He's trying to get uh, Isaac Thompson out of his centers. Is that worth it? Would you do that trade?
0: Absolutely. Yep.
1: Cameron, uh he's looking at trading out Trindle, Dory, or Valentine Holmes with two twenty K in the bank. He's thinking Frizzell, Lemuelu, Aikatoa, Hudson Young, Tommy Turbo, or Reese Walsh. So I guess which two are you trading out? Which two are you trading in?
0: That's a big list.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean it's a bit overwhelming that list.
1: Okay, well let's start with the trade outs. So Trindle, Dory, Valentine Holmes. Um I mean, well, Val's that seems averaging... like the
0: one of these things is not like the other one there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Val's averaging forty four mm. in a side that hasn't been going that well.
0: Yeah. So I think wow. I think the answer is Trindle and Dory for Lemuelu and Catulla, if I'm yep. not mistaken.
1: Yeah, um, so what, Dory to Katoa is about 80K, so that gives him 300 to spend. So Trindle plus, plus 300K is about 700. So, I mean, he could he doesn't have to get Lemuelu if he does Dory yeah. to Katoa.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he can get Hosking, do that maybe. Yeah. cool. All
1: right, so please, Jamie, he wants to know, please rank in order of urgency to buy. Um, there's a couple of more of these things that's... Uh, Aren't like the other. So he's got Jackson Ford, Tyson Frizzell, Jackson Paulo, or Tom Chester. Yeah, not the last two. (laughs) Yeah, the first two.
0: Um, Ford is more urgent than Frizzell because Ford's break even is single digits and Frizzell's is 31.
1: Yep. All right. The Dreaded Muffin. What a name. Uh, Some of the Instagram names are so good. The Dreaded Muffin. He says, Hey lads, is it worth uh, making two trades to upgrade Cleary for Hines? My idea was to trade Trindle for Hands and then I've got enough to trade Cleary for Hines. So are you doing Cleary and Trindle for Hands and Hines?
0: No. And if you ever ask a question like that ever again, you're banned from the podcast.
1: (laughs) Not even asking questions, you're
0: banned from even listening to it. It's so disrespectful.
1: No, Dreaded muffin, mate. It's important to keep in mind, Hines is going to be on a buy next week. So like, even say Hines outscores Cleary by 10 points this week, Cleary's going to outscore, you know, Hines next next week by seventy. So yeah, don't do that. Don't don't do that. Um. All right. So Mick, he wants to know: Is Brayley a buy now? I can go Dory straight to Brayley. Emphatic yep. yes. Um. Mark another another mark here for you, mate. Is it too early to move Welcome. on from Liero and trade in Hosking?
0: Uh, it's not too early. Uh, I don't think it's urgent, as per earlier.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So Nathan, he wants to get. Uh, who to get out of Tyson Brazel, Hudson Young, and Jaden Braley? He's already got Hosking. He's a he's a visionary. Oh, good boy. Um, he's only got Reese Robson as a hooker, so he's in your position.
0: Um, I think if I only had Reese Robson, I would get Jaden Braley. Yeah. Even though you can only pick one in round thirteen, it's better to have two than zero.
1: Yeah, he's got the highest break even of the three of them. Um,
0: yeah, maybe maybe I get Frazel
1: and like just wait on Brayley. Like maybe you've got a card right you could sell in two weeks to Braley. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, well, speaking of which, uh, Connor wants to know, Adam Dewey to Jaden Braley or Tyson Frizzell, which one would you get out of the two?
0: Depends if you need a hooker.
1: Well, let's just assume all things equal. Like what, what would yeah, you? Yeah,
0: probably Tyson Frizzell.
1: Yep. All right. So Lachlan, mate, welcome. He's uh, got Boyd on a buy, no half cover, but uh, also no one to trade. He bought Mahoney in two weeks ago, so I can't get rid of him now. Yep. Is it worth Is it worth doing Murdoch-Misilla to Katoa for the one-week play so I can take and not have the trade money? Absolutely. Yes. I'm liking that uh, comment just because how much do I like that trade? All right, so Nelson, Um another interesting question and one I'm – I'm sure you'll want to touch on here. Um, so it's more people wanting to trade keepers. So, Melson, he wants to know, is it time to move on from the heavy mid strategy? He's got, you know, no, he's, got Haas, no, it's not. he's got Haas, Tarpity, Murray, and Carrigan to allow for a better spread of cash and a captaincy option such as Cleary or Nico Hines.
0: Mm. I think if I could do Carrigan to Cleary in one trade, I would pull the trigger on that.
1: Mm. Yeah. I'd really because, prefer to
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean obviously I prefer not to do it, right? And and Cameron Murray is a fine captaincy option. He's gonna come good. They've had a tough schedule. Uh, it, and, I mean, it doesn't get any easier this week against the Storm. Haas has also been awesome. That would have only cost you eight points this week, captaining Haas over Cleary. So, yeah, the the short answer to the question is it's not urgent uh, to, to make a move on from any of those guys, and I don't think it's a huge problem. Um, spending trades to trade one keeper to a different keeper is... Really, a good idea.
1: Mm-hmm. It seems to be a you know an epidemic of this, this year. Everyone wants to trade their keepers to other keepers.
0: Yeah, I think I, I really want to draw you guys back. And I know we're at two hours or something. Probably we've had to split the recording in two because of technical difficulties. But um, I, I would just want to read. My go back again to my trade analyzing from last year. Um, I want to direct everybody to it. So if you haven't read this article, which is the, if you go onto our website, um, amateursfantasysports.com backslash NRL and click on the first item there, which is in-season articles. And it's the very first one. uh, It's where it's a 2022 trade analysis. It says, in short, the lessons that I learned from this year being 2022 number one save trades you idiot <laughs> and then number six save trades you idiot uh spending one trade to go a keeper to another keeper like you said last week ryan you know you might be sitting there with a red dot in round 25 and you you know head-to-head grand final just wishing that you just saved that one trade where you traded you know like last year there was a bunch of ones where like people, you know, you trade out a keeper, it goes on to just go absolutely ham. So just don't do it to yourself.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's sport important to keep in mind as well, like Souths are guaranteed to be a red dog head to grand final. So like if you've got if you've ridden Damien Cook or Cam Murray or Latrell Mitchell to your grand final and you've spent all your trades, like you you're stuffed then once you get there. Mm. Um speaking of uh, speaking of South players, Ants, he wants to know um is Cheekam a sell? If so, he's looking at doing Cheekam to Brayley because his only hooker is Tanner Boyd. I, I think I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm fine with pulling the trigger on something like that.
1: Yeah, I don't think you're losing too much there. Like uh Cheekam's break even is about nineteen, so you're losing a little bit, but I, I think that's fine. Yep. Um so Hazy he says, Hey gents, the plan was to trade me hey, to Brayley Hazy. His plan was to trade me to Brayley this week, so we'd have hooker coverage for Robson, and then Hosking goes and scores a 90-odd. Um, so who would you get, Braley or Hosking, this week and only run one hooker?
0: Um, no, I'd probably just pull the trigger on Hosking.
1: Yep, I agree. Um, all right, elitist only. Uh, he wants to know... Nah, Gilbert De that, to Hos-
0: Change, change <laughs> your name right now to Socialism Forever. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs>
1: um <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was throwing you off here. <laughs> uh,
1: Gilbert to Hosking and save 100K for Burden. Wait, what?
0: No, Why Don't trade Gilbert out. He's not oh, good.
1: No. Yeah. Surely you got someone else you can trade to. Uh...
0: Yeah, it's everything over 50, mate. Come on. What do you want? Yeah. What do you want him to do? Poor bloke.
1: Um, Nicholas wants to know Smith Shields to Jackson Ford. Did you do that? Yep. Um, good friend of the show, Alex Pace. Uh I see. So he's so he's got problems. So Tamari Martin is out, has given him a big issue. His only halves are Tanner Boyd and Tamari Martin.
0: Oh, oh rip.
1: Um, so he was gonna do Thompson and Sutton to Katoa and Ford this week. Um, but yeah, so I mean he's really obviously we can lock in, say, Thompson to Katoa. Uh So his first instinct now is to bring in Dylan Brown instead of Jackson Ford and either cop the price rise or consider him one that got away. Or is it a universe where running 16 and pick up a cash cow is the right play?
0: Um, It could be a universe where running 16 and picking up a cash cow is the right play. Um, It's a big difference between Dylan Brown and Jackson Ford, though. Like, yeah, you could make that up on any other week. There's, mm, like... I guess my question would be, like, mm, yeah, it's fine. Um, uh, yeah, it's hard. That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. Uh, if yeah, you can afford, is. if you can afford, Dylan Brown, Tyson Gamble really sucked, didn't he? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know if I'd want to go there.
0: No, no, I think I think it depends on who Jackson Ford is replacing in your seventeen. So let's say uh, let's say you've got seventeen players, but the last player on your bench that's upfilling your emergencies is Smith Shields. That is worth forty points. So even though you're only running sixteen, you might end up like only costing yourself twenty, if that makes sense. Mm. Is that does that make does that actually work out or is that my me doing like shit maths?
1: Who would you say you'd bring in, sorry?
0: Yeah, so so let's say you run Dylan Brown. Let's say you don't get Dylan Brown and you only have one half this week as Katoa. Yeah. But you get Ford instead. But who is Ford pushing out of the seventeen? So let's say yeah. you're seventeenth man. Like you got to choose between like Isaac Thompson and Smith Shields this week. Who you know between them got a twenty one last week. But instead you get Ford, who might get a sixty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's only yeah, costing so it's 40 you. forty points. It's only yeah. costing you twenty. It's not costing you fifty. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, so maybe you just cop the the ten point loss for a week.
0: Yeah, well, it, it might cost you nothing, mate. You don't know. Dylan Brown could yeah. get a thirty five, and Jackson Ford could get a sixty with a tr- or a seventy with a try. You don't know, and then it's cost you nothing. So, I, I like I'm I'm fine this week with the Titans on the buy because there's two clear Titans and a lot of people running one hooker, and you know, uh, you know, trade's gonna be at a premium later. You know, I, I'm fine with it.
1: The I, guess, yeah, I mean, I guess the other option would be to cash someone down to hands and just, you know, take a free 20 yeah. points or whatever.
0: Yeah, but, but yeah. I mean, that could be a waste of trade if he's a red dot the rest of the year like trick
1: Peoples. Absolutely. All right, so uh, James, he says, Kia ora. Uh, what do we... Th- oh, too bad Rob's not here. Um, what, who do we <laughs> think is a solid replacement for Luke Garner? He's got 500K to play with. Um, and a follow-up there, do we think Hosking is... Uh, we? You know, is he going to stick in the team long enough to be relevant um, considering trading che- down Isaac Thompson for that extra cash
0: two bro two we like Hosking I think if you've got 500, only 500k to spend you, you're best spending it on Jackson Ford assuming that you don't have him um, or Lemuelu or someone like that but yeah if, if you got 500 and something uh, Hosking's great
1: Um, All right. So, Liam, he's uh, trading out uh, Isaac Thompson and Murnoch Masilla, and he's uh, the bin chicken. He's looking at picking up Hosking, and he's not sure who else to get. He's looking for a wing fullback center. Um, Can afford anyone. Um, Who are the top three wing fullback wing centers? Can afford anyone. Yeah, anyone.
0: How much money you got in the bank? Like a milli? Those two guys are only worth 500 grand. Um, If you can afford anyone, it's Tedesco, isn't it? At 670K.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't mind Lockie Miller at 550, but I'm assuming you got him already. Uh, if you don't need a wing fullback necessarily and you're looking for a center, then it's probably Lemuelu or Jack Bird.
0: Yeah. I also don't mind chance at 400K. Yep.
1: Um, all right. So, George, George, my man, should he trade out Bryce Cartwright to Jaden Braley or Frizzell? I think no. this is an emphatic no. Yeah. Um, Cartwright's rides, yeah. Card break evens minus one. Uh, Frizzell's in the thirties. Brayley's still in the fifties. So like this can easily wait a week. That can easily wait a week. Yep. Um, all right. So Kerno, he's back again. He's still a big fan of the show, despite the roasting I cop last week.
0: Oh, good boy. <laughs> love, love him. It's all done good out God. of love, mate. We care about you guys. If if I didn't care about you guys, I wouldn't sit here for two and a half hours on a Tuesday night and answer all the questions. And just know, when I get angry at you, I do it because I care. <laughs>
1: um, unfortunately, he traded in Adam Reynolds last week, or only scored a thirty-two. Okay, um, why did you do that? Uh, that I wasn't the advice talented. that we gave him, was it? I thought it was Sean Johnson, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly right.
1: Okay. Anyway, Kono, um, should he stick with uh, should he stick with Adam Reynolds, or is Hosking a must this week? He only has Tanner Boyd for half cover. Who's on a buy this week? So, I think he's got to stick with Reynolds, doesn't he?
0: Yeah. Well, no, you're not selling Reynolds now, mate. You got to. You
1: he's know. playing the Tigers too.
0: Yeah, mate, you made your he's, bed. You got to sleep in it. He's
1: playing <laughs> the Tigers. Like he'll score eighty this week. Don't. He'll, he'll, yeah. Don't, don't sell Reynolds. Keep the faith. He's. He'll be a keeper. One poor score is not shit. enough to sell. Not enough to sell. Okay. Just yeah. hang on to him. Cover um, those sure trades. He, yeah, put, I mean, it surely... puts the trades
0: in the basket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather sell Tanner Boyd to Hosking if you could afford it. If you've got 50k in the bank, I'd rather do that than sell Adam Reynolds. Um, all right, so Connor, oh Jesus Christ, I'm losing my voice here. All these Instagram questions are so many. We're getting to the end. All right, so Connor, I can go. He can go Dory to Brayley and keep Tanner Boyd, but this leaves me with uh, 440k to get rid of Isaac Thompson. Do I ride Thompson in my wing fullback for another week and look to trade in Jaden Campbell, or do I just do Tannerboy to Brayley, which gives me enough money to go Thompson to Walsh? So, I guess the question is, uh, does he do you know Dory to Brayley and have full forty k to find a wing fullback, or does he you know do Thompson to Walsh and Tannerboy to Jaden Brayley?
0: Um, no, well, if you do the first one, you can get one chance Nickel clock start. Perfect. Perfect, done. done, And if you already got him,
1: right. you can get Hayes Burr. Oh, Okay, so uh, Kyle, he wants to do Jack Bird to Lemuelu, and I think that's sideways. No. Hard no. Hard no. It's very sideways, I think. All right, so Matt, he's looking at doing uh, Tommy Talao to a cash cow under 300K. Um, is it worth the trade, or should he just hold Tommy Talao and keep him in the emergency? So I think, I mean, if you don't have Katoa, I'd probably do that. Um, That's it. Would, w- is it worth a trade doing to allow to Bostock, Bostock? No. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Um, there, will be,
0: there will be a cheapie at some point. Today is not that day. Mm-hmm. Just wait for Himes right. LA. Uh,
1: the Rev, he's thinking uh, the only way to get Hines in without trading a gun is to cash down Boyd, Ford, and Preston over the next two weeks. I'm um, hoping Ford and Preston make a bit more cash by then. Thoughts on the no. best uh, no. sub-300K guy to no. get in?
0: No. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> I mean... No. I when, is, right. when is Preston going no. to peak? When is, when is, is Preston going to peak? Never. Never. What do you mean? never. never.
0: Eight weeks from now. Same with Ford. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> There's no 300K guys to buy. All those guys are making money. Everyone you sell to buy Heinz is going to score so shit that it doesn't matter if Heinz scores 100 a week, it's not going to be worth it. Just don't do it to yourself. And if you do it, I'm going to come and find you. I'm going to take your team off you and change your password.
1: All right. So this guy's looking, he's looking to trade out Ryan Sutton, uh, preferably to someone who is a middle playing round 13 with good job security and is likely to make at least 130K. Is Matt Croker an option?
0: I'm not excited about buying Matt Croker now. It's no,
1: I don't think so either. Um, what, JSAF has got, what, three more weeks off? He'll be back. Kurt Mann could be back next week. Um, Adam Elliott's around the corner as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think the answer is Jackson Ford if you don't have him already. Yeah, um, I mean
0: Croker, uh, forty-five minutes for forty-four points on average the last two weeks in a row um, looks pretty pretty solid. But you know,
1: it's just the long-term aspect of it, though. Like, yeah, like would you go Matt Croker or Sean Kappy, who's four K more and got better job Sean security? Sean Kappy probably. Yeah, well, there you go. I don't that's want Sean
0: Kappy, but that's what I do. No.
1: Yeah, me either, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably I wouldn't the do either
0: of them, but I, if I had to do one, I'd do that. Or,
1: uh, it's the answer, just hang on to Ryan Sutton and maybe grab Sele in a week or two. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, all right, so Cliff, he's got 550K in the bank. He's like you, man, he's screwing away with that money. He's got Murdoch, Massilla and Tamari Martin and he's looking um, to progress onwards to Hosking and Cleary. He's been tempted to sell Murray. Would love the help. Uh, so what should he be doing with that big bank and these two spuds in his team? Don't sell Murray. Yes. Um, I, don't think I don't think Tamari Martin's a sell. No, he's not. He'll be back next week. He's been going well. He's going up in price. Just hang on. Patience, to like, young I, Padawan. I think Murdoch, Masilla to Hosking is fine. Like, Just do the one trade and just mm. yeah, write it up. Write it up to yep. Curie. Agree. Uh, all right. So, Callum, he doesn't have much cash in the bank. He's looking at doing uh, Isaac Thompson and Tanner Boy to Hosking and Hands. Would you do that?
0: I don't really want to be buying Hands, if okay. I'm being honest.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it looks like that's his only way to get. I mean, would you do Bostock over hands if you really wanted to get all swinging? I'm assuming you might need a hooker though. That's why he's getting the hands.
0: Ryan, why do you ask me these questions?
1: Oh, they're tough, mate. These are the tough ones that people want to know. That's, that's um, why they're asking him. I don't. I don't want to buy hands.
0: I, I mean, if you absolutely desperately like, I mean, but like, like, what? What about if we all just agree to play sixteen this week? <laughs> just
1: a, you know <laughs> like uh, a friendly honesty, honesty yeah
0: like like honestly think about how many people are in the same position if everybody just did the same thing it wouldn't cost anyone anything
1: yeah everyone agree we're only going to play 16 this week yeah. nobody step play, out of line
0: i'm going to play 17 but only because i've got 21 green dots so i don't have a choice no you're gonna trade
1: trade in a red dot mate off you go <laughs> no, I i'm not
0: gonna <laughs> trade in a red dot
1: Go and get no, and I'm not just saying here, that right because now. I want
0: to go up the ranks, mate. I'm not just saying it because I want to go up the ranks and ruin my head. Dead, yeah. so I'm not.
1: Bloody. But daddy. no, in all
0: seriousness, like if you trade in hands for one week and it gets like a negative one and then gets a HIA and we never see him ever again because he's not in the top thirty, he's gonna be. You're gonna be like, what the hell? You know, that's gonna be one of those ones. And he's like, H- Josh Hodgson is going to be the starting hooker for the Eels. All season, it doesn't matter how good hands is because of who Josh Hodgson is. It's not going to happen. He might get thirty minutes a week off the bench. It's going to suck, and the Eels are stubborn. They mm. they're not going to change. So, you know, he's going to be a volatile bench hooker. You don't want to be spending a trade bringing a guy like that in for one week scoring. It's not a thing that people do.
1: All right, so uh, Dunny, um, is it time to move on from Ryan Sutton? He's got 200K in the bank. Um, Who should I look at?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you go Hosking,
1: yeah. Yeah, Hosking or, I mean, any of the 600K guys I've mentioned, like Brayley Young, Frizzell. Um, And his second part of that question, if uh, Caitlin Ponger and Luke Carey ran straight at each other, who would go for a HIA first?
0: Oh, (laughs) look.
1: Georgie's got an answer. Yeah, I don't know. Let's move on. Um, Harry, uh, he's looking at trading out uh, Matt Burden and potentially Tohu if he's dead. Um, who are blokes he should be looking at? Uh, I mean, is it SJ and Hosking? Yeah, see above. Yep. Um, e Holt, he's looking to trade. He's looking at to- who to cash out for either Burton. So, who to cash out of uh, Matt Burden, Taruva, or Trindle? One needs to go to free up cash. He has 106K in the bank already. So, well, of those three, be, which one are you getting rid of? It'd be have to be Trindle. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's got 106K in the bank. I mean, you could go to Lemuelu, you could go down. Yeah, Weld's your oyster. Um, all right. So, Dan, should I trade Dave for Feeder to Hosking to free up cash for Heinz after his buy? No. David Feed has been so good this year, by the way. Like, I just want to say, like, he, is, he looks um, far more involved than what he did last year. Uh, like, the work yeah. rate's up. No, he's and, much busier. He has-
0: I'm, I want to buy him.
1: Yeah. Like, he's averaging 57, hasn't scored a try yet. Like, last year, he would be averaging, like, 48.
0: Yeah. No, I want him. I want him big time.
1: Mm. All right. So, the uh, – oh, jeez. Um another Maori name. Uh, I was actually looking at this guy before. He's like a champion canoeer because I was trying to figure out how to pronounce his name. Um, tu- Tuparia King. Jeez, Rob, yeah. mate, where are you? Get, like back from, oh, uh, good job. get back from uh, celebrating the Waz win already. I
0: think um, he was right. Is, a, is he at a wedding?
1: <laughs> He's at a wedding every week. He is at
0: a wedding, isn't he? Yeah. Isn't that what he um, said earlier? He's going to be at a wedding.
1: Yeah. He's at weddings every week, mate. It's just yeah. his thing. I think he officiates them. Um, so <laughs> <should> I- <laughs> it's like he's like he's
0: telling us he's a lawyer, but he's actually not. He's a uh, celebrant. Yeah, that's it. So when he says I'm going to a wedding, he actually means he's working at the wedding.
1: Well, he signs legal documents, so that's basically oh, that a makes lawyer. Him a lawyer
0: really? That. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, Um, so he's got uh, Tommy Talao and Isaac Thompson. Uh, Well, who can he get for those two or should he hold on to one? Um, Yeah,
0: Katoa and Ford in an ideal scenario, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's the ideal. I mean, I guess if you need a wing fullback. I mean, I don't – yeah. I I don't mind Bostock, but the the job security is limited because you're only going to get four to six weeks.
0: Well, where's Edric Lee? He's not far away.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is he is he going to win the spot coming back from injury? I don't know.
0: Mate, that is Queensland's he origin at-
1: hero, Edric Lee, mate. He'll be a hero in reserve grade. Um, okay. Queensland Cup. He'll be a Queensland Cup premiership winner. What's wrong with that? Um, yeah, okay. He had a calf injury, I thought. Everyone's got calf injuries this year. All right, so Will Turner, he wants to do a uh, good friend of the show. He wants to do ryan sutton and ray stone to hudson young and uh weeks um i mean i'm fine with Sutton to young I, I don't know if i'd be doing stone to weeks can we just do
0: um sutton to hosking and not not do the second one if it's a salary cap issue yeah,
1: yeah do that do that do that done all right we're getting into the home stretch here we nearly there um mm-hmm. Jakey, uh, he's so he's moved into the top three k with uh, with a round four score of a thousand and sixty eight. No thanks to some great SJ trade advice. Thanks, fellas. You're welcome. Yeah. Jake.
0: Also, where's the rest of your points, mate? I go get a thousand sixty nine like the rest of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit short.
0: Yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. short, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, so he's looking at doing uh, Isaac Thompson to Jackson Ford. I've been really disappointed with Thompson's start. I think yeah, that's a no brainer isn't it? Wheels Will's yeah, up. I'm, I'm liking that tweet. That's a message. Um, all right, so Dylan, he wants to do Tohu Harris and either Tanner Boyd or Smith Shields for SJ and Lemuelu.
0: Yeah, I like
1: it. Which one would you trade out of Boyd and uh, Smith I'd Shields? I'd just hang on to Tanner Boyd, I think. Yep. Um, Jeff, he wants to do... One trade from Isaac Thompson to Lemuelu, or you know what? I'm not even going to read the second part. I think the answer is one trade Thompson to Lemuelu yeah, the because the second one. part involves yeah. the second part involves trading Cam Murray. So no, yeah, that. no, no good. Um,
0: uh,
1: yeah, because he says he's been losing cash and underperforming for his price. But I mean, he's no. averaging 58. He's lost what 60k on his starting price. You only locking in that uh, price loss once you sell him. So don't panic. Um, all right, last four questions. Bring it home. Dylan, he wants to know how... Oh, wait, no, we've done that one. Last three questions. Jack K, friend of the show, always in the DMs. He wants to know, he's doing Trindle or Hosking, lock that in, and then uh, Isaac Thompson or Smith Shields to Katoa. Um, I think that's a no-brainer. I'd probably do Isaac. Would you do Isaac instead of the Smith Shields? Yeah, I think so.
0: Yep. Is that Jack and the um, Beanstalk? Yeah. Jack and the First. Beanstalk. Yeah.
1: All right, way. so Dylan... Oh, um all right, same boat as me. He's got no hooker cover and boyd has a buy. Sutton is the only person I really want to sell. What do I do? Um I think I'd just do Sutton to Brayley if you can afford it. Otherwise you sort up, up shit creek, aren't you? Um hopefully you can afford Sutton to Brayley, I'd do that. Uh Simon. Oh, come on, Simon. Have the lights gone out on the Cardi Party? Who was a good replacement? Cash Cow. Yeah. No, no, this and, is the one um, that I
0: this is the one I pulled up earlier. Uh,
1: yeah, yep, cool. All right, we're done. We're done. We're there. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. long one.
0: A lot of we questions are there.
1: this week. A lot of questions and not a lot of Heinz uh, chat, wasn't it?
0: No. It was surprisingly low. I'm hoping because everybody knows that we're not the podcast to come to if you want uh, <laughs> like one game sample size uh Take some last chat. week's points
1: of a guy that's about to go on a buy.
0: Yeah. Now, I want to say I'm not going to say the name and I encourage you not to go looking for it, but just for the record, if you happen to have strayed all the way to the end of this podcast The person on one of the social media platforms who made a comment about Angus Crichton, keep that shit to yourself, mate.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, there was some anti-Angus Crichton conversation on one of the threads, and I strongly encourage you to have a good, hard fucking look at yourself. So I just wanted to mention that because I, yeah, I don't don't get unhappy about many things, but uh, people... Uh, flagging stuff about mental health is is a big no no. So don't do that again. But uh, mate, other than that, it's uh, it's been a absolute whopper of a podcast, and uh, I think I think it's wheels up from here. Hopefully, we got all the negative scores out of the first couple of weeks, and uh, we're all we're all on the the up and up the now. Green,
1: yeah, green Aris yeah. all the way from here.
0: I'm pretty dirty that I am once again finding myself in the top 1,000 overall and nowhere near the top of our overall league. <laughs> so, well, though, we don't have the number one team at the moment. Um, we've got five teams in the top 20, including one, Lucy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who started the podcast. She used to think fifth Who started in the
0: podcast five hours ago. Um, <laughs> good friend of the show, Dale. Uh, intern Dale, he's in '88. Is there? Is there, a, is there another? I think there's a good friend to show there in the top.
1: I think, um, I think, uh, Jessica just above Lucy is, uh, James's missus too. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a few, few, uh, shenanigans happening here. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a few girlfriend teams getting around. Yeah, isn't
0: there? there's, a, there's an unusually high number of female names in the top, top area here. And I'm just wondering <laughs> if maybe is, a uh, there's a bit of overall head-to-head team strategy going on. Now, obviously, I wouldn't do that. Of course not. No, but, yeah, frowned upon, all of you should be ashamed of yourselves <laughs> for running two teams, your dogs. <laughs> I just noticed that actually there's way more people playing fantasy this year than the last couple of years. There's 180,000 teams. I wonder if that's got something to do with uh, the fact that there's, you know, clearly different strategies for overall and head-to-head now.
1: Oh, 100% with all the buyers. Yeah, it's got to be.
0: They have to be. Yeah. And anyone that doesn't have Sean Johnson's, just obviously starting again. Just, you know, deleting the team, wiping it out,
1: starting again. I was was reading out the prizes as well, like to to Lucy the other day, like, because she wants to know, like, because she's riding so high, like, what she's going to get. And, like, I was telling her, like, yeah, you get, like, a $750 KFC voucher. And she's (laughs) like, perfect. Like, you can cater the wedding with that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Wheels up, mate. Do you know how many nuggets, if you go on a Tuesday, if you get married on a Tuesday, twenty nuggets for ten dollars. Oh,
1: that's a lot of nuggets.
0: Oh mate, yeah. Or you get like a, um, what are they called? The Streetwise Feast or whatever it is, where it's like six pieces of chicken, a, you know, like a pack of nuggets and two large chips for nineteen ninety-five or something like that. You bash it out, mate. There's some quality deals at KFC. This is not a paid advertisement for KFC mm-hmm. either. <laughs> We're just straight rapping off the court, off the end of this. Love it. Love it. Good job, mate. I think we did a nice quick, quick pod.
1: Mm. Um
0: Yeah. I think this could be the longest one ever. It'd be close.
1: There's
0: a lot of questions. I blame Rob. He wasn't here to keep us keep us in track.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Lawyer Rob. (laughs) Celebrate Rob.
0: Yeah, celebrate Rob. Maybe we can get him to do my wedding ceremony, both of ours. Yeah,
1: that'd be nice. Yeah, like
0: a joint. We get married at the same time, same ceremony, save money. And they're paying once. Yeah,
1: bang, bang.
0: Bang. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much for joining us. Hope you appreciated the massive amount of podcasts. It'll keep your commute sorted for the entire week uh, prior to kickoff. Hope you have an enjoyable weekend of football. Uh, Stay out of trouble off the streets and in the pubs. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you over the weekend in the Facebook group.
1: Love you guys.